0: Can you be quiet please? Thank you.
1: Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
0: I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer he told me, he said, what did he say? He just
2: told us to be prepared.
3: Alright.
2: Hi? Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi.
4: I want me some glory, hoe.
2: Dude, you ain't mouse. I'm the boss. Coca Is It's a me, a it's a Garcia?
4: Hey, uh, 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 I'm sorry, uh, all right, uh, um,
2: uh, uh. How about those friggin' pirates?
1: Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
3: Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930. We are online, PR927FM.com, and you can watch the show and be a part of the program on Facebook Live and YouTube. Hang out with us there. What's on your mind on this Thursday? Thoughts on last night's basketball game where the Pirates took a down at the hands of Cincinnati? Thoughts on the NFL playoffs? And whatever else is on your mind, let us know on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe and be a part of our Pirate Radio family. We've got some guests to get to on today's program, including the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. We'll break down the NFL playoff action. Also, a big slate of games tonight in college basketball. We'll look at back at last night, ECU losing to Cincinnati. I think the the game of the night might have been in the American double overtime. UCF beats Memphis by three. So, what does that mean for those two teams' future when it comes to the NCAA tournament? We'll talk a little AAC basketball and playoffs with Nadu coming up at four o'clock at around 4 30 uh Shirley Rhodes has put together a game I understand for Chandler and I and uh I'm not sure what it is or any details on it but uh looking forward to that so uh Shirley Shirley what's your game called that we're gonna play later on in the show
5: it's called name that
3: sound name that sound hmm. so our ears will be put to the test coming up in the four o'clock hour at five o'clock my co-host on the u.s sailor fifth quarter calling show billy weaver will join us i saw weave he dropped by the pirate radio studios earlier this week and he said uh clip is there a list of all the players that were on ecu's roster uh in 2022 that will not be on the football roster in 2023 and i said no billy there is not a list of that so uh, later on that afternoon i asked chandler if uh, he'd be willing to put together said list he said no not not enough hours in the day too tough too much work i was like all right fair enough chandler kind of shaking his head but that is exactly how that conversation went if i recall now he's nodding in approval so uh and then he shakes his head again i'm doing play-by-play of chandler right now so i said you know what um i wore a long sleeve shirt today on purpose earlier today i rolled up my sleeves I got to work. I put in the grunt work. If you're going to get something done, you got to do it yourself. So right here, I have the list. I have the complete list of East Carolina players who were on the roster last season that will not be on the roster in 2023. The list, as we know it today, still could change. But we will go down, up and down that list of 23 Pirates who were on the team last year that are not this year and what that means for ECU football in 2023 got that and the booty bag coming up in hour three of today's show Shirley Rhodes is here Chandler Honeycutt's here to my left Troy D is here hello Troy hey clip how are you uh, a little tired after putting in all that work earlier today but a lot other than that doing all right
6: and keep that keep that list in pencil I guess because you may need to or leave room to add to it
3: I did double space yeah so uh we could be adding to this list of course yeah uh, because it is a uh, long list of pirates who were here last season that will not be here a uh, couple of things now some
6: are due to graduation of course of course yeah just wanted to clarify but thank you for mentioning yeah that. it's not just a list of people leaving for GoPro or nil deals that is correct yeah, just want to clarify
3: and clarified you have yes you. uh facebook memories troy i was yeah. noticing this i was how could you not as i was about to <laughs> we can take a picture of this <laughs> as i was about to click on today's live uh facebook feed to read uh comments and look at chats i was notified by facebook of a memory from 11 years ago today
6: god i forget when he used to do all these dumb uh busted guarantees with us we've kind of gotten out of the gu- he's still mr guarantee but he's had so many dumb busted guarantees we've kind of gotten out of this business with tony collins but yeah, this
0: was a great one
3: right it here. jumped the shark after a while <laughs>
0: he had a guarantee last week he said he guaranteed that the jaguars will not make the super bowl or make it to the super bowl
3: was that his guarantee
0: i believe it was okay. the Jaguars. he said that okay. would not make it to the super bowl this
3: and i do owe him a thanksgiving ham well we do i kind yeah, of roped yeah. Troy into that too yeah this was a great
6: one um this one he had a dress in ladies lingerie with a busted guarantee and he actually has a um female's bra on
3: yeah which was uh troy's idea
6: that was my idea and he, he and he wore and clip is inserting a dollar bill into the bra i am um one of my finer moments yeah great moments in pirate radio history it's like i'm wearing the same shirt
3: that day as i am wearing today
6: <laughs> i will say this you and eller be very consistent on the wardrobe <laughs> haven't changed that yeah. much <laughs> you know what you like you stick with it
3: um same pants as well yeah i um, thing different is the you don't have a goatee in the picture that is right uh so tony collins in a bra and boy he couldn't look happier he looks thrilled I, i'm
6: telling you we've made tony dress in women's garb more than once and there was a tank top one time. Remember the runner's tank top? Mm-hmm. He had to do. He's had to do lingerie. Uh, he, at least three times he's had to do like some type of women's gear, and he has never complained and always enjoyed it. He <laughs> has. And I'm not saying what that's saying about Tony. I'm just saying he's very willing to participate in that. And you really
3: enjoy it as well, I which did, might I, say something about I
6: you. I know. I it was just very hilarious to see a former NFL Pro Bowl athlete super bowler in women's lingerie i mean just think about what
3: you just said like it could have been uh troy aikman or it could have been joe montana we got tony
6: collins doing it and maybe that's middle school troy d coming out but it was just hilarious at the time and it's still funny and it's still a great picture and great memory (sighs) enough that it caught your attention again
3: that it did it is an attention getter uh john on youtube you know i thought about this john um i don't know if this is good or bad he says any kickers or punters leaving the ecu program oh no uh everybody's back where's my sigh that would be a perfect time for that all right uh no everybody uh scheduled to return here on ask that, that front ask that question again clip are there is. any kickers or punny uh punters from ecu's team leaving all right is that enough? that's
6: a, that would be my response if it isn't well i'm not gonna say anything what do you mean I, on a I'm radio a, show
3: I'm you have to say something
6: would it be positive to have a wholesale change there
3: i don't know are the guys we're bringing in better if you can guarantee that then obviously yes it would be a positive yeah uh everybody every you're looking to upgrade every position if you can. yeah that is what mike houston's trying to do each and every day uh josh we talked about this earlier this week We all talk about our wins. Oh, I called that one. Great prediction. Gambling victory. But rarely do we talk about our losses. It takes a big man.
6: I'll talk about my loss. But go ahead. Sorry. I interrupted, didn't I?
3: Uh, It's the first time ever that's happened, which is why I'm so shocked. I promise
6: not to interrupt again this
3: segment. Why would you promise that? There's no way that's going to happen. I
6: said this segment.
3: I heard what you said. All right, go ahead. There's no way it's going to happen. Josh admitting. He says, I'll admit I ate a turd sandwich last night, taking the Pirates money line. (laughs) Yes, you did. That was a double turd sandwich. Extra turd.
6: That was uh, one of those memes you see going around. What happened?
3: Mm. What happened is they made 10 three-pointers in the first half, uh, Cincinnati did, and blew out East Carolina. And I did not put money on this, but I did say it on the air, and I did
6: feel strongly about it. And Chandler, young Chan man, did agree with me, and we were dead wrong clip. And I'd like to apologize to any listeners that listen to us Monday afternoon talking about how we felt TCU would cover and felt strongly about it. Mm -hmm. I feel strongly now that we were dead wrong. And I apologize, and I will take ownership of that mistake. And I hope no one lost money over it.
3: Big of you to admit that. The good news is nobody is tailing your picks, (laughs) So you're safe. Now,
6: there are people that might have heard that and loaded up
3: good point on the other so you side you should be saying you're welcome you
6: are welcome for that <laughs> Ellerby used to do that a lot I'd go one way and go well that's a guarantee just give me the other side <laughs> yeah all right that's a guarantee for Georgia right there to cover uh but boy did they cover Whew, that was ugly that's yeah. the greatest cover in the history of covers
3: let's overshadow last night's ECU basketball loss by that beat down Monday night yeah don't let it
6: deter you from the fact that ECU has the worst loss in bowl all time in bowl history now what does that mean we said we're trying to distract. oh you said
3: ecu i'm tcu okay I'm sorry did i say tcu oh, or ECU? you said ECU. i'm sorry it's been a long day I thought you're talking about the uh marshall game no though.
6: don't let the ecu loss overshadow the fact that tcu yes is the losingest bowl team in history
3: i wonder if is that true well the, it as was far the, as
6: margin the margin i was uh read was the largest loss margin
0: like in any bowl
6: in any in bowl history. Wow yes
0: by the way georgia just they didn't only cover they covered five times because the the spread was 13 and a half so i did 65 divided by 13 and a half and that came to be 4.8
3: wow look at you putting in the work yeah. so Hold they, they the, covered
0: five times
3: this just in georgia scored again <laughs> put another one on the board this time with their seventh string quarterback they just keep bringing in new quarterbacks and slinging it down the field Stets in the fifth uh yeah he's a uh 38 year old sophomore <laughs> his
0: son is actually a junior in high school yeah, and is being recruited a, by georgia yeah it's wild
3: <laughs> um surely i have uh i just lost it i have a stat to consider oh if you could get that for me real quick
6: i always this love stats uh, to consider
3: nfl the stat to consider nfl playoff stat to consider off the top of your head gentlemen what conference is most represented uh in the nfl playoffs for starting quarterbacks what start uh what conference has the most starting quarterbacks this weekend top your head just um, name one afc i'll go sec oh sorry. good sorry. god sorry. almighty sorry. Sorry.
2: <laughs> I thought we were talking uh, NFL. I, thought, uh, I heard playoffs. I thought we were talking NFL. Conference.
5: We are
3: talking NFL. Yeah. Are you saying? Let, let me clarify. <laughs> what college conference? No. Uh. So in the playoffs this weekend, there are three AFC games and three NFC games. Uh, uh, you're saying there's going to be I, I more get AFC quarterbacks? No, I get it now. I guess it
6: depends how the game plays out.
3: Is I, there an all-time quarterback for one of the NFC no, games? I, I, I get it. I get it now. I'm going to go. He said it.
6: So confident, too. AFC. AFC
3: put me down final answer Uh, i'm going sec i already said sec so pick someone else both of y'all are wrong they have two starters name another big 12 uh acc has two big 12 has five yeah big it's the big 12 five now these numbers are skewed a bit because you have skylar thompson starting he went to kansas state brock purdy uh starting for san fran went to iowa state geno west virginia the other two uh jalen hurts patrick mahomes and i shouldn't have said this weekend i should say in the playoffs completely because that was a great
6: answer we gotta turn that into a promo
3: yes thank you chandler for that man surely
6: mark that i'm (laughs) I'm always
3: delivering yes you do (laughs) afc i was uh,
6: i was gonna say nfc
3: (laughs) i mean (laughs) take the other side yeah i don't know you guys both tied (laughs) afc (laughs) nfc uh, just found that interesting. Big 12, most yeah. starting quarterbacks in the uh, playoffs this week. Don't know a, if that, uh, that means is, anything. No, that's an
6: interesting stat to consider. I would not have thought it was that many.
3: Yeah.
6: It doesn't surprise me. that I would
3: have said three, maybe. Five. Yeah. Five's oh, a lot. That's a lot. Almost half, yeah. Conference U. Apparently, uh, so. QB, QB Conference U. QB Conference U. Uh, Mountain West with one with Josh Allen. Uh, Troy, I saw some Bears news. Are they uh, bringing in the Big Ten commission? to be the president did i see that right well you know what uh
6: you n- may know more than i do at this point
3: i mean uh, did this just break i believe
6: his name is kevin warren did I well their
3: right? uh
6: president is retiring finally
3: uh earlier today yes
6: um so this is yeah i have not seen this yet but i knew the phil
3: God, whatever his name was is gone collins <laughs> and he was terrible anyway so hopefully this guy's better kevin warren uh was with the big ten now the president and ceo of da bears so there you go all right well welcome aboard uh you wanted an overhaul they've gone coach gm president yeah uh, all in the last couple years so quarterback with field so we'll see if it works
6: yeah The the soup is still uh simmering
3: and the number one uh draft pick coming up so uh big changes it's uh and a lot of draft capital
6: the largest amount of money to use with um free agency too
3: so yeah things are looking up maybe you can sell some tickets next year.
6: You know, that's the one thing about the NFL, you draft right and you do free agency, right? You could turn it around in a year. I'm not saying you can be in the Super Bowl, but you could turn it around from a three-win team to a you could be in the playoff team.
3: Look at the you know? Jaguars, they did it this year. Yeah. Won their division after Urban Meyer was kicking kickers last year.
6: Yeah. yeah. And, and that's true and it can work in reverse too. You can go from the Super Bowl to not even being in it. You can the go from the
3: Rams like the Rams in a do. year.
6: So that that is I think one of the unique things about the NFL. That at any given time, with the right people and the right choices and the right players, there's always hope. Um, But there's also, it's very quick to fall off the cliff if you're not careful, if you're already up there.
3: Very different than Major League Baseball. If you root for a good, solid franchise, uh, and I do with the Atlanta Braves right now, they should be good for the next 10 to 15 years with all their players. NFL, you can't say that really about any team. Even if you have your – I mean, right now the Bills, the Chiefs, these uh, the the Bengals, these young quarterbacks, they're set up to be good for the next four or five years. Mm -hmm. But even if you're bad, like you said, uh, it is designed for the worst team to get better just like that and have everybody kind of right there in the middle. Yeah all right uh tj is says i'm gonna go against chandler i'm gonna say the nfc has the most quarterbacks this weekend (laughs) well again that's a tie but good call Tie goes to the runner uh in that regard uh josh with a technical question question is the pirate radio website down can we get a website check Um,
5: no it's back it should be back up now we had a computer issue where a streamer had to be rebooted so boom it should be back up.
6: Then. Thank right. you,
3: Josh, for the question, here. and thank you, let's Shirley, live, for the just answer.
6: The ver- trust, but verify. I'm going to do a live check here.
3: We got a live website <clears throat> check in. Hmm. Getting a weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not working for Troy D. Error mm-hmm. established. Let's
6: we'll see if I. I can I'm do getting it. a weird error message I've never seen before.
0: I'm going to do a live check.
6: In. Is, Everybody,
3: do a live check in right is now.
6: Very bizarre. This looks like something a,
3: a different type of issue. While I'm on that, Adam asking asking a question. I know Troy doesn't have an answer to. Error establishing a database yeah. connection. Troy, who do you want the Bears to pick first? Um. Oh, I know the answer to that. You want me to answer for you? Yeah, go ahead. We'll Hold next. nailers.
6: <laughs> 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 the, the number one. God, would that not be incredible? Um, I, you know, I'm kind of on the fence whether they should trade this pick for mult more picks.
3: I think they should. There
6: is not a consensus kind of number one. There's not a Trevor Lawrence like in this draft where you knew he was going to be number one regardless of who was going to get the pick. Yeah. Uh, they're really uh, maybe one of the uh, defensive linemen from Alabama. I uh, forget his name. Will Anderson. Yeah, he's probably right up there. I think if you can trade uh, it, you trade it. But, and, and we need offensive linemen. Obviously, a great defensive lineman when it hurt. We need receivers. Um, we need bodies. Multiple picks. So. I don't know, man. This is. I think this is going to be a, a tough decision for the new GM of the Bears to f- kind of figure out. I don't have anyone that I'm done. Di- that oh, this is who you've got to get in the first as the first pick. I think I'd be almost okay if they traded it for multiple picks in the first round.
3: All right, uh, Shirley. So this is weird. John says the website is working for me. It is not working for me. It's working for anybody else.
5: Uh, I, I don't know. It wouldn't
3: let me get to it while ago.
5: It's showing that uh showing that we're streaming. I just got a hold of
6: Okay, hold on. Now it's coming back up. Oh, and uh here we, go. here we go. we We'll see. Oh. Hey. So it is working. working. Yeah, for me. Now it's working it for me. For it is. Me. <laughs> I don't know. Well, me uh, we know it. now. It's showing that uh yep. it's showing that we're streaming. I yep, just we got a hold of Okay,
3: hold on. Now it's coming back up. Yep. Oh, uh, this is about to get really weird. Oh wow. Could you're have a
6: about to hear myself
2: so it is working. Yeah. Now it's working for me. Right. Me too. My mind's blown now.
3: <laughs> this is us
6: having a conversation with ourselves from the past <laughs> into the future.
0: Yeah,
6: we are. <laughs> wow, this is getting to be Back to the Future Part 2 here.
0: Wow. You're about <laughs> to hear <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> So it is
3: working. Uh, if we keep looping this, right. how many yep. times will that conversation be had? And it's working for West too. So we seem to be, thank you
6: folks for uh, listening and we seem to be back online on online
3: tony dunn being a uh troll today it appears uh, he says unless you are the commander system designed for failure good one tony he says troy got an error message not an error message okay and he also says who goes to websites sometimes you just wake up wanting to I, be a troll listen uh as far as the website our website is so user-friendly
6: and easy to listen to i will often listen to pirate radio on my phone through the website
3: so put that so, in your pocket. yeah it's a
6: digital radio if you want to look at it that way i think a lot our website is great to listen to live audio or archived
3: especially when it's working yeah that's <laughs> the best
6: nine out of ten times yeah. it is fantastic that is right yeah all
3: right uh let's take a break we'll come back more to go hour one pirate radio live here on a thursday have a joke for you later oh boy when we come back there's a good tease yeah don't I got, leave
6: don't i got Joke of the day. Troy
3: D's. Joke, joke of, the day of the day brought to you
6: by my friends at Tiebreakers.
3: All right. TV this is actually a sponsored segment. Sponsored se- Okay.
6: Yeah.
3: Did you hear the joke at Tiebreakers? Uh I'll explain later. All right. Indirectly. Okay. Yes. And I will say, you did not interrupt me for the remainder of the segment. Well done. Promises made.
6: Promises kept. I'm, I'm shocked. We're going to go for another segment. Interruption free not a guarantee but I will make my best effort. We'll
3: see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Hold on sec. <laughs> Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care. Your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favors like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff.
3: Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. It was a winning Wednesday for ECU women's basketball team, Kim McNeil's team, moving to 3-1 and one in conference play with a win over Temple uh, Wednesday afternoon. It did not go as well last night. For Mike Schwartz's team, their worst performance in American play thus far, As they lose to Cincinnati on the road last night, 83 to 55. And Cincinnati, red hot from three, hitting 10 three-pointers in the first half. They finished the game 14 of 26 from behind the arc. So 14 made threes for Cincinnati, just four for East Carolina. Uh, Pirates were 11 for 15 from the free throw line, for those wondering. So only missed four free throws last night. Uh, They needed a lot more. Twenty nine exact uh, if they wanted to win that game last night
6: on a related note clip rock i was at lunch at parker's barbecue and i ran into ec athletic director john gilbert and associate athletic director jj mclean as they have just released uh, a record year for fundraising for the pirate club
3: that is good news
6: <laughs> yeah i was gonna uh, play a little guess the number but you guys might have already seen it uh if you haven't we can we can play the game i just saw it. Oh, okay well then that wouldn't be as good of a game. uh, It's a big number. It is a big number. Over $36 million raised last year in gifts and commitments to the Pirate Club announced today, surpassing the previous mark set in 2016 by nearly $4 million. That's awesome. It's a uh, big year of fundraising over there. So congratulations to the Pirate Club folks and uh, ECU Athletics. So more than – okay, Here's uh, you might not have dug into the details on it, How many individuals and businesses chose to contribute to the Pirate Club last year, including, well, I'll just say total. Do you know?
3: No idea. I have no idea.
6: Says more than 11,000 individuals and businesses chose to contribute to the Pirate Club in 2022, including 5,574 new donors. Hmm. So that's a big
3: increase there. Let's keep those numbers going up. Yeah. Up, up, up
6: so that's a uh, couple in the uh,
3: smash the donation button
6: smash they've got here's by the numbers 57 major gifts of $25,000 or more 5 gifts of a million dollars or more with hmm. 2 of those coming in over 2 million each 23 gifts from 25,000 to 99,000 24 gifts from a 100,000 to uh, a half million; and five from a half million to uh, a million that's good
3: very good very good yeah good work keep it going and uh hopefully some folks will show up on sunday i'm i'm not expecting a uh a huge crowd for ecu south florida it's all of a sudden a big game after the pirates lose to cincinnati last night trying to snap this uh three game losing streak but you've got for folks that have been to home games and conference play this year they've seen two losses two competitive games but two losses and now south florida on the horizon so
6: this is isn't this right in the middle of the day two what time is the tip-off one o'clock
3: yeah one o'clock
6: what is uh, that what does that mean no i'm just asking i wanted to let people know when tip-off was okay the way you worded it was like in the middle of the day well i wanted that way people were reminded when to go
3: one o'clock yeah
6: now there unfortunately there is an nfl playoff game going on at that time
3: not a good one bills dolphins well,
6: yeah, but Bills is kind of a feel-good story. All right, uh, Troy doesn't friend- want you to go to the game. I, no, apparently. no, I'm friends with the Dolphins fan here locally. You're friends with a Dolphins fan? <clears throat> Shirley Rhodes.
3: <laughs> you consider y'all friends? All right,
6: I have an employee that's a Dolphins fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: If Shirley was all right, asked... All right. I
6: know someone that's a Dolphins if fan. If I asked
3: Shirley, is she friends with any Bears fans, her answer is no. No, but she might say, oh, okay, my boss is a Bears fan. <laughs> maybe so. Yeah. Uh, so Troy will not be there.
6: Maybe. I didn't say that don't gonna, typecast me or pin me in a corner like that are you gonna be there i don't know yet troy won't be there but i'm not gonna lie to you and say yes and then no show so i'm not sure thank you for not. And you lying don't want to say
0: me. no and then decide to go correct and be a I liar right
6: that's exactly right chandler thank you for listening this time i don't want to commit either way because i'm not i'm literally not sure what my plans are sunday i will be there i'm totally unsure
3: chandler will be there i will be there
6: slight chance i could be out of town slight chance i could have a conflict also a
3: possibility i will be available it's a tough time though it's in the middle of the day it is real <laughs> it's, tough it's gonna screw up your sunday yep just uh <laughs> and you know a dolphins fan so yeah, yeah. Lot, i mean bills bills feel good story. i'd say that's an excused absence with all you've got going on on sunday yeah
6: well maybe i'll surprise you <laughs>
3: <laughs> Josh says, "Just say you won't be at the game." Josh, we've played this game a million times. I'm not saying. He'll never that. say that. I
6: have the option to go, and if available, I might. Show, uh, I'll probably be
3: there. You have the option to go. Yes, that is good to hear. So there you go. One o'clock, yeah. South Florida. Pirates All right. So I've win. got a
6: um, a joke for you, but I got. I have to preface this joke.
3: No, you preface everything. So
6: this, I, I can't take full credit for this. This joke came from the owner of Tiebreakers, Bram Anderson. So this is a Bram Anderson joke.
0: Oh, Bram. Everybody loves jokes. Everybody loves jokes. <laughs> that I am going to
6: try and deliver the way Bram did. Are you ready? We're ready. Oh, okay. I thought you, you were going to have more comments. I'm leaning
3: back. Oh, in my we chair, are right? on the edge Lean. of our seats <laughs> waiting right. for this
6: joke. All right. So here's, then once again, this is Bram's joke, not mine. I'm just the delivery tool. <clears throat> I'm
0: right. glad you're giving other the people what? The uh, delivery what?
6: Device. Device. <laughs>
0: delivery device.
6: <laughs> <laughs> he just cut himself into it. Oh, okay. Alright, here we go. <clears throat> Why did the chicken cross the road?
3: Don't know.
1: Because!
3: I mean, what are we doing? <laughs>
1: Look at Chandler. Look, He's speechless. <clears throat> <laughs>
6: He's uh, well, that's supposed to be funny? <laughs> if i made one person laugh it was worth it and that one person's chandler
3: chandler are you laughing or are you, are you
0: <laughs> I, I heard that on social media and i think that's where he got it
3: from yeah i, I saw yeah. that wait you're the, telling me bram didn't come up with that on his own probably not i'm no, sure he stole I from somewhere but i, I heard I it from definitely bram i saw that video on social yeah, media secondhand it's a LED. good one
0: yeah
6: i thought the delivery was good and you could use that a number of different ways If you think about it. How many ways? Why did ECU lose last night?
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. Because Mm -hmm. (sighs) Randolph on YouTube. We saw Randolph. Hung out with him for a while last night. Sure did. Talk sports. Randolph's Randolph doing his own sports show last night. I asked
0: him for an ECU basketball prediction for the Cincinnati game, and he said, hey, I'm not an ECU basketball guy. I'm a football guy.
3: All right, pick your lane. And know what you know. Yeah, So that's fair. That's good. He says, look out, Las Vegas. Troy D. He is such a comedian. <laughs> He's doing shows with uh, Siegfried and Roy yeah. and the Blue Man Group. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a... Have Bram be my warm up act.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: but anybody will use that joke all you have left. Uh John says Ho Naylors has a better chance of being a tight end than Troy D going to the basketball game. So there you go. Everybody's got jokes, Troy. Wow. Not everybody's a professional uh, like you. <clears throat> the Sunday's a long way away
6: too. I'm just not willing
3: to commit <laughs> anything it. to
6: my schedule at this point. Yeah. It's a very fluid situation.
3: It is. <laughs> <coughs> his is i but for me being uh the host of pirate radio live and yeah. pirate radio no, it's good basketball there. is a priority absolutely you have to as make a, that a priority
6: hundred percent i support you in that
3: <laughs> thank you thank you for your support yeah this is well noted all right um you got anything i'm gonna take another break no go let's take a break i All think right. you're doing great break management <laughs> I, today. i'm getting my in great
6: like, job clip would like yeah. to compliment you on that break management i don't want that happening on my watch also on a
3: priority uh i do want, sorry no what do you got
6: I, I wanted to hear the list maybe when we come back
3: you want to go through the list yeah we'll do a brief go through okay and uh billy I, and i will get in the weeds later on
6: yeah, let's, let's do it. Oh, yeah. oh if you're just saving for him, that's fine. You can save it then.
3: Oh, no, we can run it down uh, real quick uh, when we return. Let's take a break. Come back. We'll talk some Pirate football and more. What's on your mind? Let us know. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube here on this Thursday. Because! More to go after this. <laughs>
1: Listening to hour one of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit UniversityPCCare.com to learn more today. Now back to the show.
5: Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT experts since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it, so you can take care of business. Visit University PC care.com to learn more today now let's head back into prl here's clip
3: back with you power radio live here on a thursday coming up we'll look at the college basketball slate of games recap last night a little bit and look ahead to the nfl playoff wild card weekend action with the big man on campus jeff Nadeau from barstool sports he will join us coming up at four o'clock we've got name that sound hosted by shirley rhodes coming up at around 4 25 can we get a sample of just one name that sounds really just a tease if you will i don't i don't i don't think so can we Shirley? no I, we oh. she's got the game set up
6: okay. I don't and wanna... i missed the last hour on monday who was the um person
3: you were looking for oh yes that was uh hasman trophy winning running back three-time pro bowler from alabama mark ingram okay. was the man that was running got you so did we, anybody
6: uh, figure it out
3: uh chandler did after we went over all the clues but you said it was mark pretty much but he did guess derrick henry incorrectly as did uh uh, a couple others
0: i guess the wrong alabama heisman winning
3: running back yeah Yeah. uh billy we were coming up in the third hour of today's show what
6: conference is alabama in chandler afc correct excellent well done
3: uh i have the the list i put this together myself your list is on my list for you for me for everyone blood sweat tears was poured into this list uh chandler failed in this project
0: he did not fail he did not accept the mission i was joking when i said no
3: so you did it i don't know you have a list what so you did it you were you jokingly said no and then you put together the list
0: no because i never said i was going to
3: do it and he was serious about did i ever say it. i was gonna do it no you said you weren't gonna do it and you didn't do it i don't see where the joke is <laughs> he,
0: no but i mean i would have done it if you were actually being serious
3: yeah well he was and that's why we have a list here what do you
0: mean
4: this I is w-
3: the list we wanted a
6: list of
0: we players. wanted the list
3: you said you wouldn't do it i did it it wasn't a joke well good job thank you
6: well no thanks to you <laughs>
3: it was tough i agree i, I can't i mean be. it is tough when i got about halfway through yeah. it i was like man can i finish this list well, did you at least take a break halfway
6: through <laughs> i mean i'm putting chandler on the no list list for now on
3: well thanks I'm proud now to be i gotta make the, all the lists i'm proud to be on that list so i have a list of ecu football players that were on the 2022 team that will not be on the 2023 team and i forgot about one of these guys because we
6: all know about one quarterback that's gone but i forgot about the yeah. other one can you well whole nailers won't be back did you know there's another quarterback not coming back did you
0: know this quarterback that we're about to talk about is committed and signed today to where incarnate word
3: excuse that me that
0: quarterback being ryan stubblefield
6: did you know incarnate
3: word was what? in the fcs semifinals no what is their name in-
0: in- incarnate word huh
3: did not know that i believe it's in texas i've got
6: an interesting picture
3: of a uh, ryan stubblefield is the guy's name by the way we've been talking yeah, about the last five years.
0: I, I said his name while ago oh okay. yeah
3: he did i've got an interesting
6: picture from one of the last games stubblefield stubblefield is standing next to mason garcia you know the italian guy
3: yeah <laughs> it's a mason garcia uh, but they're
6: side by side and it was an amazing height difference I don't think I always knew Mason how tall Mason was. I don't think I realized how short Ryan was
3: until I saw him standing next to Mason. It's like that uh, Aaron Judge Jose Altuve picture. Yeah, or I mean, like Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry. Yeah, in that uh, championship <laughs> it, game at the coin at the coin toss. It yeah.
6: looked like a father son picture. Like it was just well,
3: a, if if Stubblefield had an Italian father. So right. I
0: <laughs> believe I believe Mason Garcia is around 6'5". Six, ryan stubblefield is 511
3: listed at 5'11. Listed. listed
6: he, he ain't 511 that's with cleats on standing on a sh- shelf but still
0: there's a huge difference there between yeah. those
3: two so the tall guy will be back the tall guy is back all right how many players do you think are on this list troy you've seen the list but you haven't counted
6: that was a real size sorry uh 25 all right 23 oh okay 23 on the list we'll probably have 25 by the time spring ball starts
3: as I will discuss in hour three oh, with that. Sorry.
6: That's not that un, like, an unusual
3: number, is it? You know, that was one of the reasons I wanted to put together hashtag the list. Because while I was doing it, I was like, huh, not as many. The problem there's, is... There's attrition every year. And you'll hear me say this when we go over it with Weave. It is not necessarily about quantity. It is about quality. It is about production. Mm-hmm. Going into last season, ECU had a very high amount of returning production. You know, Tyler Sneed took a big chunk of that with him. Right. But had a good number with Holt Naylor's, with Keaton Mitchell, with Rajay, with, you know, CJ, Ryan Jones. Uh, So they look good from that standpoint and added a lot with, of course, Isaiah Winstead, Marlon Gunn, others. Um, This year... The amount of production loss, the amount of numbers, stats, yards, touchdowns—I mean, that is dramatic. Yeah. What you're now, losing now.
6: Some of it's due to graduation, and then some of it is guys deciding to move on. Whether a lot of them wanting to try and be play professional football, and uh, in some cases they're moving to different universities. But um, you know, some are bigger losses than others. I, you know, I don't personally. I don't think Ryan Stovallfield's that huge of a loss. But you look at Avery Jones.
3: Loss. <laughs> Avery Jones lost. Lost. is uh the Illinois coach doesn't I mean, think he's a loss. Yeah, well he he was pretty jacked up to get
6: him and now uh <laughs> what uh what SEC school is he? War Eagle. Yeah. So now he's uh I mean so he's what a what a wild ride. I guess he did he ever show up on Illinois'
3: campus? Uh, or was it just verbal? That's a good question. I mean, there's. No so like I think it was just verbal because how
6: many times can you transfer within a, a month? He know? just committed. I think yeah. he committed, yeah. which doesn't hold anything.
3: He, so he could, never really until went there. Semester started. Never he committed. Signed anything.
0: He committed pretty quickly once he you know entered the transfer portal. He right
3: after our last was it after our regular season game? Yeah,
0: uh, he committed to uh, Illinois initially on December twelfth. So
6: missed the bowl game. Yeah, yeah, which I think was a mistake. I think he should have at least stayed. Finish the season and then, if you want to. I'm a, why is
3: that a mistake? I mean, you've already been
6: through the whole year. Why not go ahead and finish out the.
3: But how's it a mistake? Well, like you didn't like his decision. But, yeah, I didn't like the
6: decision. But I, as far as I was concerned, it was not the right time. Yeah,
3: but it doesn't matter what you or it I It does think. matter what me we think. To who? Me and you. Uh, what you think doesn't matter to me well, or to I, Avery Jones. <laughs> it should. Um well Troy, uh speaking of Avery Jones, Noah Henderson Justin Redd, also offensive lineman who will not be back next year. Mm-hmm. Now that's uh, important. Now
6: Noah could could have come back,
3: but he's uh, trying to get in the NFL. Play professionally. Mm-hmm. Also, their coach will not be back next year. Yeah. Well, um, um Coach Mo. Wait, what are we doing right now? Steve Schenkweiler will not be right, back. Right. That's next what I was gonna year. say, but, Steve. Yeah, but but co- you, have you met him, Steve?
6: Yeah, I get him confused with with <laughs> who? Well, I was gonna joke. I was trying to tie in a shark joke and call him Steve Sharkweiler, but he's not That's the shark. You were I thinking of Steve not, I know he's not the
3: shark guy. Okay, but,
6: but why can't
0: we have
3: sharks
6: on offense too?
0: But Coach Shank out, Coach Mo
3: in. Coach Mo, Mo Mogridge, Mogridge, Coach Mogridge, Al Mogridge, Motown. Please,
0: please don't call him Coach Mo,
3: Motown baby. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't think that pirate nation. Did
3: you are i think i heard him say you are
0: the real i hope that
3: media day i don't don't think that nickname's good please call me coach mo guys for sure you can just call me coach mo no no
6: coach coach no 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 we insist that's not the way you want to go here
3: uh well can we call you your first name we can't say mo around here it's illegal
6: all right and by uh, the way how about uh we impersonate steve ellis we being chandler on the show monday The very next day, he gone. Steve Ellis takes the first bus out of town.
3: Crazy. I did like that he enjoyed the impression. Glad he's got a sense of humor. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it
6: was a great impression,
3: and uh, it was cool to see like a lot of players who were here and who probably just know Steve Ellis. (laughs) (laughs) They enjoyed it as well, including including
0: Jaquan McMillan, Jaquan McMillan, Jaquan Jaquan McMillan.
3: So that was good to see, (laughs) Um, Jaquan McMillan any uh, MacMillan, any position groups troy you you want to know if we're losing any anybody from
6: uh well i i know the you know i was one of the main ones running back we're losing just one you're right
3: but uh what he's about taking a lot of yards with him.
6: what about wide receiver i feel we're losing some there
3: only two the problem is they're your your main two isaiah winstead cj johnson yeah because jared garner was initially initially on my list i have to give credit to my editor steven Igo, who i had look over the list for me good good guy to do that he took one off and added one on that Hmm. i had missed Hmm. and i had jared garner on and the reason i did i'll tell you why in a moment now he was the transfer from duke from duke certainly duke is duke and the reason i had him on the list is because he played four games in 2018 played in 2019 played in 2020 played in 2021 and uh, played in 2022 for ECU. So he'll be entering year six and has another year of eligibility. That's impressive. That's (laughs) even longer than my college career. Good for him. Do it as long as you can. I went five and a half years. So you got him back. You got Jalen Johnson back, Josiah Hatfield, and a host of others. And I think this is – you're not going to find another Isaiah Winstead. I mean, Isaiah Winstead is up there with, like, Lance Lewis and – Andre Allison, as far as transfer receivers who made that kind of impact. Successful. Can they do it yeah. again? They could. I
6: mean, I would, wouldn't say you're not going to. I think it's possible. But I think those guys are.
3: If, folks, you yeah. had uh, 350, as Wim Troy would say, it's possible, you win. <laughs> Today's it's possible but
6: uh, I wouldn't rule it out, you know, but obviously that's they hit a home run with him.
3: They did. If they can hit a stand-up double, that would be good. Probably take it, yeah. Uh, leg out a triple we'll yeah, take it sure uh but man uh between him and cj a lot i mean just looking at the offense i mean all we like is touchdown score and skill guys anyway yeah Aylers, mitchell winstead cj big yeah. chunk right you want to throw ryan jones in there as well you can yeah. three tight ends on this list troy yeah ryan jones aaron Charmond d'angelo mckinney good news is you do have shane calhoun well chance for new guys to rise to rise the, to the
6: occasion and to the standard. And be hard-news. Yeah. And developing a, a good standard here. That's that, true. You know, there's a, a standard you can be proud of at this point with ECU football.
3: That's what gives you hope. But the old X's and O's versus Jimmy and Joe's. We got to yeah. get some Jimmy's, some Joe's. Yes, we do. Around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck, talking basketball on YouTube, says East Carolina will win... At least four out of their next five games.
6: Hmm. So, very optimistic.
3: Wow. Now, very optimistic. Now, you say that. And now, is
6: he backing that up with anything? Like, is, it a, is that a guarantee? That's just a prediction. That's just a
3: prediction. That is a prediction. Now, why would he predict such things? Here's who you got in your next five. Versus South Florida. I'm going to predict that East Carolina is around a two, three-point favorite against South Florida. Okay, It's going to be close. At Temple, we already saw them guys hit a few free throws we beat them that's a winnable game versus tulsa tulsa has not won a game in a league play this year Hmm. they stink they're due you're going to be favored against tulsa
6: i said the same thing about south carolina state (laughs) earlier
3: this year you said
6: what remember they were on a huge losing streak earlier this season and guess what they snapped it against us
3: all right so troy has tulsa i have tulsa beating
6: ecu because i think they'll break the streak
3: alright uh, what if they win a game before then
6: then, then I feel better about our chances
3: alright keep an eye yeah. on that folks yes. uh, Wichita State at home Pirates beat them on the road so we know it can be done
0: that's another Sunday game Troy
3: that's tough to beat a team two times in a season as Bailey used to say Sunday at noon you probably got a lot going it's on it's
6: even earlier than the 1 o'clock game that it is now you're bumping up against church
3: that's <laughs> you going to church <laughs> maybe. on Sunday you're, I you're still, putting a maybe on that as well?
6: option for that it's clip it's a godly right. man clip <laughs> yeah I prefer they don't play these games so early on Sunday.
3: <laughs> All right, uh, and then you've got at South Florida, who we just talked about. I'll even throw in versus SMU as far as part of that winnable slate coming up. Because I, mean, I SMU's see, I see his reasoning there. It definitely lightens yeah. up. Your last three have been brutal: UCF, Memphis, Cincinnati. It lightens up for East Carolina. Now you just gotta you got to go out and win oh, you gotta no yep. more fight hard and come close. You got to win some of these games.
6: And you can't play like you played against Cincinnati.
3: Can't give up 14 threes. Right. Let's not do that. Yeah. So that's... part of that's how they shoot. Mike Schwartz also said, we got to do a better job. So clearly. Uh, we'll John, talk
6: to uh, Schwartz tomorrow. Uh,
3: yeah, ahead of that matchup with the Bulls. Uh, did you see right when the broadcast came on last night? And they were looking at the coaches. They had Wes Miller and then they flashed over and it said Mike Schwartz. And I guess they just said, let's pick a random white guy on the bench for ECU and name him Mike Schwartz. Oh, it wasn't him? It was not Mike Schwartz. It was Schwartz. an assistant. Yeah.
6: Was he bald at least?
3: No. No. Oh, okay.
6: Because there is another,
3: isn't there another guy bald? This man had hair. Oh. I was gonna say if it was a bald assistant,
6: I could say okay, easy mistake.
3: And boy, they they kept that that name and that guy on the camera a long time. And, and long enough for all of us at AJ's to point and laugh.
0: I heard a, a bunch of laughing going on. And yeah. I look, and it literally had Mike Schwartz on the graphic, on the screen. And I want to say it was Nick Matson, who assistant coach, who they had highlighted. It was definitely not Mike Schwartz.
3: And this was ESPNU. This wasn't even yeah. like ESPN Plus. Right. So you wow. would think. Uh, probably never happened to Coach K. Uh, I would say not. Yeah. I would definitely say not. Disrespect. Coach K coming back this year, Troy? <clears throat> he might be. Can't rule it out.
6: Cannot rule it out. Coming back to attend the Final Four.
3: Oh, just to... <laughs> right. But like Nick, not to watch Like dude. Nick
6: Saban attended <laughs> oh, okay, the championship yeah, game. Oh, okay, yeah. That would more sense. Nick Saban did make it to the championship game after all.
3: That he did. And almost grabbed my neck through... He, he is a hands talker. He, everything is hands with Nick Saban. Yeah. A lot of hands going on. I
6: saw Dion go up and give him a big hug. Do you think he hates Dion right now?
3: All right, so... Dion and Saban have those commercials together. Yeah,
6: that, but I, then I, the, you
3: had the duck commercials. Saban like calling out Dion. Correct.
6: Well, that's a paid deal. I don't think they like each other though.
3: Maybe I don't. In know. real life, if I was Troy, I would say you don't know that.
6: <clears throat> that's just my gut feeling. All right.
3: Yeah, he called him out though. You're right. He
6: did. Do you think he likes him? <laughs> I don't know. No, just got, if you had a
0: guess, yes or no? I did see a video. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to say he,
3: he's fine with him. them. Nah.
0: well, I, and, him. I, and I think it could be just Nick Saban, but I did see a video of, before they went on the set of College Game Day, Deion Sanders tapped Nick Saban on the back. Nick Saban turned around and just kind of did like a little half smile and like, oh, hey. But I, like I said, that could be just Nick Saban. Well, does Nick
3: Saban like anybody? No. That's, that's what I'm saying. Probably not.
0: I just, I think he has that attitude towards anybody.
6: Yeah. He probably hates David Pollock now
3: hey for telling the truth yeah true uh i'm surprised Sabin, i mean this would be not to the degree but it's almost like bill belichick doing espn during the playoffs. I, I thought it was weird to see him up Sabin's a much better talker yeah obviously but he just doesn't seem like that would be his niche it was interesting that they had him in corso seat yeah is he the next corso no <laughs> Not a chance. wonder how much longer Saban's going to give it a go. How old? Let's play a game called How Old is Nick Saban? In this game, you guess how old Nick Saban is. All right. I will say Nick
6: Saban is in his 70s. Whoa. All right. How old? Uh, I will say Nick Saban
3: is
0: 70.
3: Okay. Chandler.
0: I will say Nick Saban is 67.
3: Troy, if there's one thing about you, it's that you know Nick Saban. Uh he turned 71 on Halloween. He is 71 years of age. Okay. I would say a good looking 71. No, you're Nick Saban. He does, you know, he's he has aged well. I will give him that. Absolutely. He's a
6: a younger looking 71. My
3: goodness. Does he coach till he's 80? Probably no. looks, He looks like he should be in his early sixties. He coaches till he's seventy-five, though, right? He's got another Probably. four years. And he's the, the, these type of guys
6: like him that's what he does like coaching is oxygen to him i think yeah. he'd really be bored not coaching it's what he does i think he's got a lot of gas in the tank left and you don't hear him complaining about it you know sometimes coaches will put it out there a little bit it's gonna be my last year that type of stuff he's not saying any of that stuff
3: nah, he's been whining about stuff calls not necessarily like about the De- dion and buying players and all that yeah. i mean he definitely whines about stuff but I don't and I mean, then
0: obviously him and uh, Jimbo uh, J- Jimbo going after
3: yeah, him yeah. Each Texas other. A&M bought all their players
0: well that's
6: one of the best rivalries in college football
3: right now what Jimbo and Nick no it's not Jimbo that blew over quick
0: like that wasn't even a thing Texas like,
3: A&M needs to win something for it to be a rivalry they won like four <laughs> games last year just them two they personal. lost to App State who only had like five
0: wins this year
3: They they are so bad. They brought in Bobby Petrino on his motorcycle to help things, and
0: his (laughs) neck brace is still on.
3: (laughs) That's how bad it is there. All right, Troy, good stuff, man. This hour flew by. That it did. Wow. Well, uh, I know you got a busy weekend on tap, and we'll recap it on Monday. All right, your mom's waiting in. By the way, clip. What she She said again?
6: She's lurking. Pam Brock saying they did say he was all over the place. They found him. What is she referring to?
3: Probably Mike Schwartz, maybe. Oh, okay. We didn't have the volume on in AJ's during trivia last night. Oh. Uh-huh. That sounds like a cover up, though. They're like, oh, well, he's he's up and bouncing around. You don't have one camera out of your 84 that could locate him. So it sounds and like. And this
0: isn't ESPN Plus. This is ESPN U.
3: The U. The U. It's all about the U.
6: Yeah. When's our next like ESPN like legit? telecast not espn plus game
3: mm, Maybe could be against houston but once again i'll do the legwork around here i'm looking at i'm trying i gotta game. i'm gonna have it way before you do i'm you're in the wrong stratosphere troy the answer would be sunday on the deuce this sunday the deuce sunday on the deuce. no so way you're telling
6: me if for some reason i have a conflict i can watch this on national tv on espn two
3: on the deuce
6: at one o'clock sunday
3: yes huh wow
6: so i will i will tell you this i'll be able to see the game no matter what
0: on the deuce
6: that's big news
0: you got nfl playoffs on national television and ecu versus south florida <laughs> well, have on the
6: to be deuce. break out two screens
3: well i tell you deuce. what while that georgia game was going on the other night you wanted some alternative programming yes in the second half when Buffalo's up 24-3 to three in the third quarter, people this are going to flip over. We're the alternative programming. And find ECU basketball. Just
6: one flip away. Let's put on a show. Yeah. That's yeah. a great call
3: clip. They're going to see. Um,
0: By halftime, they'll be ready to flip over to East Carolina. So, Sunday at 1 o'clock against South Florida is on ESPN2. Then it's ESPN Plus at Temple, ESPN Plus. Just go down the ones Tulsa. that are plus games. <laughs> well, and, uh, let me get there. And then first is Wichita State, a A Sunday at noon ESPNU.
3: Another U game. It it sounds
6: like the trend is Sunday games are uh, on the network.
3: And for whatever godforsaken reason, they love ECU South Florida basketball games because the next one will be either on the Deuce or the U on Hmm. a Wednesday night. Wow. So these teams are being showcased. Why? I don't know. Uh, But they are. Also, by the way, that Houston game will indeed be – on the deuce or the you that is a set what do you how do you feel about a saturday night eight o'clock game troy d against houston home or away home, home. oh against uh, the number one team in the country uh that one i'd probably attend that's big enough for you yeah all
6: right i'd, I'd come to that I, I like the it's an evening game it's good middle of the evening <laughs> not, not early <laughs> of the evening it's the number one team in the country yeah i'll show up for that game all right. Yeah, I do. I'll
3: go ahead and commit to that right now. He's in. All right. We'll talk to you Monday. Sounds good. To see a clip. Let's take a break. When we return, we will talk some hoops and some playoff football with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau from Barstool Sports. We got Name That Sound. You can play along at home coming up in hour two as well. And Billy Weaver joins me in hour three. We'll have a hearty ECU football discussion. That and a lot more on the way when we return. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Meta Spa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaSpa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for Pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock.
3: Back back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Uh, Josh Thomas pointing out something that um, I'm kind of ashamed that I didn't have myself. Usually uh, I'm good at stuff like this. Looking at dates upcoming, big sports days, things like that but Josh gets the credit on this one before me and what a day in Greenville, North Carolina coming up February 25th your February 25th on Saturday begins with a trip to Clark LeClair Stadium a date with the Tar Heels on the Diamond ECU Hosting North Carolina at 2 o'clock. And your evening ends with a trip to Menchie's Coliseum. Taking on top five Houston in basketball. An all-time day. I always say great day to be a part. That's a great day to be a part. You know what, Chandler? You're a part.
0: You're a part. <laughs> you know what's best about him, Clip? He's a part.
3: What a doubleheader that is, though. Or a double hander, as some would say. Tar Heels during the day, Cougars at night. Uh, Good point, Josh. I'm going to give you a a good point award for this. Great point. Thursday. Uh, Eric says Clipper, since there's nothing, absolutely nothing good to talk about from last night's game against Cincinnati, what are your thoughts on Cincinnati chili? I've never had Skyline chili, but I'll say this I like chili, I like cheese, I like noodles. I use noodles quite a bit as uh, a base on a lot of the meals that I cook and enjoy, whether that be like a a um, an Asian dish, obviously, which I go to quite a bit, or whether it be um, like hamburger, like meatballs or hamburger with gravy and uh, taters and peas, put that over some noodles, so. Mm i'm a. am uh, gonna go ahead and say it i'm a noodle guy they call me the big noodle i like noodles so i like those three things separately which would lead me to believe i would like them together now it looks gross people isn't some people it, like it a lot of people say they don't like it isn't it sweet isn't it made with sugar
0: I'm trying to find it. I don't see anything. And
3: I'm I'm okay with that too. Like I like a sweet chili on a hot dog. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I like that. Kirk Cousins asked, Uh, "You like that?" Yes, Kirk. We like that. I like that. You like that? Yes. You like that? Yes. Yes, Yes, we do. Yes. But there are times where cold. Sunday football, where you like a, a little spicy chili. A
0: little spice amid the bar. Uh, a little Mason
3: Garcia. Action. A little
0: spice amid the bar.
3: So, chili kind of depends on your, your mood, your environment. Seasonal. Yeah, what you're having with it. Uh, so, to answer your question, I've never had the official Skyline chili. Uh, Eric says it has cinnamon in it. Now, here's another thing. I feel mm, like what they're yeah. doing here is taking ingredients that I like on their own and just combining them together, which is not always a good thing. Like cinnamon toast crunch is good. Yeah. Cinnamon toast is good. Yeah, that's great. Do I want that with cheese? No. No. Nah. But, I don't know, you put the right amount of cinnamon in it?
0: I mean, on top of spaghetti, No. No
3: uh eric says it's delightful after one or 12 pirate beverages so maybe a good food to have after you're s faced and can't taste anything seems like if you have too many pirate beverages and then that that would not settle together it's coming out and not in a good way so i don't know sorry eric never had it before but again i like the ingredients on their own all right let's head out to the pit electric live line coming up next segment shirley rhodes will host name that sound a new game that uh all i know is the title and all i know is chandler and i will be participating so that's coming up but right now we go out to the pit electric live line jeff and barstool sports joins us today uh on the program big man how you doing Good. How are you, Cliff? Hey, doing good. Uh, Great time of the sports year. A lot of college hoops going on. We got NFL playoffs to discuss as well. I will very briefly mention that East Carolina was blown out last night by Cincinnati. Really their first bad, I guess, wall-to-wall performance uh, of the conference season so far. Had a halftime lead over Memphis over the weekend. Lost that game. But then Cincinnati could not miss last night. Ten threes in the first half and uh kept that going in the second half uh jeff we can discuss that if you'd like there's another game in the american i did want to talk about from last night though and that is ucf outlasting memphis uh in double overtime and picking up the win last night so in that one two teams that we've seen recently ucf came here Uh, ECU hit a few free free throws. They could have beat the Knights last week. They did not. Uh, But UCF wins it at home, 107-104 over Memphis. I was setting it up as a a real big resume builder for these teams. If they want to be in that large, I think Memphis can still uh, obviously catch up, win games, and UCF's got to keep winning. But can we get three teams in from the American, Jeff? Could you see Houston, Memphis, and UCF all getting in? Uh, What are they going to have to do the rest of the way to get in?
2: Uh, well, I, I could see it. I, I, I think it's actually quite possible, frankly. I mean, Memphis, look, the bubble's pretty good this year. I mean, you're going to have to deal with, you know, a lot of Big 10 and Big 12 teams like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, and Iowa and Utah and teams like that. So it's not going to be easy for a team like Memphis. I mean, generally, they're going to get the look over over Memphis. But, listen, I'm going to keep saying that I, I think UCF's really good. I, I really like this team. I've been kind of on them beginning of the season i had them you know, early when they played florida state and they beat them outright and then they beat oklahoma state and we found out this team is pretty pretty good um i really like what they can do they're they're a great team to back because they make free throws man they close games out there were a couple opportunities last night where you know in a game like that I mean, you had i think you had almost 70 free throws in the game combined I mean, UCF goes 33 for 37 from the line, 89.2%. That's as good as you can ask for. So, um, yeah, I I really like UCF. I think they're in. I think, um, think, obviously, Houston will be in. And we'll see if Memphis finds their way in. They're on the bubble.
3: Home court advantage, such a big thing, Jeff, and we saw it uh, last night in a lot of cases. Marquette over UConn, Texas, a big uh, comeback win over TCU, Miami, Texas A&M, uh, Duke all one at home, and I think that makes what Alabama did even more impressive to go on the road, beat Arkansas. That game's tied at the half. Alabama would go on little 8-10 to 10 point spurts. Arkansas would come back. And every time they came back, Alabama would go on another spurt. And uh, they end up winning that game by 15 last night, 84-69. Let down year last year for Nate Oates and Bama. But, man, they've come back strong this season. Uh, Why the turnaround, Jeff? Is it new personnel? Is it guys they had last year uh, stepping up? Uh, Why is Alabama so good this year where they struggled a year ago? Well,
2: last year, I mean, they were 30% from three. Uh, and when you're shooting a top 15 three-point attempt uh, team in the country, and you're only shooting it at 31, 30 percent, you're not going to win a lot of games. You look at this season; you know they're, they're shooting it at above 35 percent, and in conference, it's up over 40 percent. Mm. You're going to win a lot of games. They shoot a lot of threes, uh, and you know they have a good defense, and 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 they're making the threes. You know, uh, listen, Arkansas is—they're a disaster on offense. Th- this team is completely devoid of really anybody i mean this team can't score um that, that was just a pathetic effort i mean they just continue to can't they can't hit threes and i think that the, the truth is until they get nick smith back look if you just zone them um they're not going to win um and, and i i thought maybe last night you know being at home they would have the upper hand but yeah i, I really think the crowd was very good there last night they didn't give them much to cheer about but Listen, the, the game plan is simple, and, and they're going to go on the road, and they're going to struggle against Vandy because Jerry Stackhouse is the guy on Saturday that he'll zone you. You've got to make some threes, and they just continue to miss, miss, miss. I mean, Cliff, you look at – I mean, you're almost a what? You're, you're in the middle of January. This team is shooting 28.4% from three. There are huh. 360 teams in America. They're at 345. That is awful. Um I would just own them until they start making them, and I don't see that happening.
3: Another huge road win last night right here in the state of North Carolina, and I saw a video of the UNCW students lining up around the block to get into Trask Coliseum to see UNCW and Charleston, and uh, the Cougars come out with a win. Big halftime lead. UNCW rallied back, but Charleston now 17-1, and 5-0 and in the Colonial. They uh, win it last night by two over UNCW, and I don't know, I mean, we've seen enough, we've seen 18 games worth now, a big sample size. You know, how good is this Charleston team, in your opinion?
2: You know, I'm really hoping they get to the NCAA tournament because they're going to be a real big problem for somebody. I mean, they play one of the fastest tempos in America, Um, have the nation's longest winning streak, 16 straight wins, haven't lost since November 11th. Um, That's a long time ago. That's That's over two months ago. Um, you know, this team isn't just beating, you know, Delaware and, and Hampton. I mean, they're beating, you know, they beat a good Virginia Tech team, beat a very good Kent State team, beat a, a solid Richmond team, a solid Davidson team. You know, this, this team is just taking care of business. They score 80-plus points a game. Um, like I said, they play with a lot of just, you know, tenacity. They play quick. They don't turn it over. And they're a good two-point half-court defense, which is what you need to be. Um, they shouldn't have much trouble in this conference i think the only team i would really worry about is, is going to be hofstra who they play um you know, coming up uh, at the end of january but outside of that this team uh i'd really like to see them at the next level their coach pat kelsey was at winthrop for several years and he found teams in the ncaa tournament I- i'd really like to see this team because the way they play it- it's going to They could pull an upset on that first day as like a
3: 14 seed. Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joining us on the Pitt Electric Live Line tonight, uh, Thursday, a Pac-12 night. You've got three games involving top 25 teams, Utah, at UCLA, Arizona, at Oregon State, and uh, out in the West Coast Conference, Gonzaga uh, taking on BYU. And, uh, Jeff, there is a a pretty hefty card for a Thursday night. I don't know about – quality uh as far but definitely quantity and you like to go off the beaten path anyway so uh, anything you've highlighted for this thursday night of college basketball
2: yeah you know Cliff, there's always a series every year that i highlight and, and i want to take you back to the year of 2018 and the reason i'm going to do that is the last time the gonzaga bulldogs didn't score More than 78 points against BYU. You got to go all the way back to February 3rd, 2018. They won that game 68 60. And every game since then, in the regular season, they have scored 78 or more points. In fact, in five straight meetings, they've scored more than 80 points. In the last two meetings, they've scored at least 95 points. This team just knows how to score the basketball against Brigham Young. And I got to be honest, this is probably to me the worst. BYU defense uh, in a while. This is not a good basketball team. I think they're solid. I mean, they'll be a team to keep an eye on, but they're not. They're not anything that I don't think Gonzaga can't deal with. Gonzaga is still a top five offense in America. Um, they still have the second highest field goal percentage in America. They're hitting over thirty seven percent of their threes, up over forty percent in conference. Again, if you're going to give me a team total in the seventies with Gonzaga, I'm betting it over. They just for whatever reason know how to score against Brigham Young, and I'm going to bank on the fact that they do it tonight. Um, I also, a clip um, am going to um, that game with Michigan-Iowa. I, I, I thought this was a couple of too many points. Look, I know Michigan's not really inconsistent, but I feel like they've turned it on recently. Um, I'm not a big Iowa guy. I feel like this game was close. I think Michigan defensively will be okay in this game. Um, but to me, I like Gonzaga. Team total over 79-and-a-half.
3: Jeff do joining us. I want to ask you about one game coming up on Saturday, Jeff? And anytime a team is six and zero in a power conference, you got to start paying attention. And uh, one of those teams with those numbers are the Clemson Tigers. And looking at what they've done in ACC play, they beat Wake Forest by twenty. Uh, They beat Georgia Tech by double digits, NC State by double digits, Virginia Tech by three, Pitt by one, Louisville by double digits. So they haven't just won. They've won in in impressive fashion. They got Duke coming to Little John on uh, Saturday at 5 o'clock. And, you know, finally uh, they'll they'll have some eyeballs on them, uh, people talking about them because of what they've done. So I don't know. How real is this Clemson thing they got going right now in the ACC?
2: Well, you know, Cliff, I think if you're not growing and you're not looking forward, you're dying as a handicapper. And, and it seems like you're learning that a little bit. I, I've already circled this game. I will be on Clemson in this one. You look at the last three road games for Duke. Uh, two losses, uh, they have one win. And that was at lowly Boston College by one point. Um, I, I think this is a disaster matchup for Duke. I, I don't know how good they are. This is a Clemson team that, you know, honestly, there are very few things they don't do well. I mean, they don't turn it over. They make free throws. They're a good shooting team. They're solid defensively. They're somewhat deep. They've got some experience. And they've got some kids that have led the way. P.J. Hall, Hunter Tyson, Chase Hunter. Big team on the perimeter. You look at every player on this team that plays regular minutes is 6'3 or bigger. They're a big team. They can contend with size. they got a home game here. Uh, I think they're really real, and, that, and that's surprising because I'm not one to generally give Brad Burnell a lot of credit, um, but this is a good basketball team. I bet to them many weeks ago against Penn State, um, and I, they had to go up to you know, two overtimes to do it, but they did it. I like this team. I like what they're doing in conference so far. Uh, and, again, if you make free throws, that's the key to my heart, 87% in conference. Hmm. But that is And you look at, guess where they are in the pecking order of the ACC in getting to the foul line, number one. You're number one at getting to the foul line. You're making almost 90% of them. You're going to be hard to beat, and that's one of the reasons they are undefeated in this conference, as you alluded to, I like them. I think they get the job done at home on Saturday.
3: There you go. Jeff Nadeau explaining the reason for some of the success for the Tigers. Uh, Nadeau got uh, playoffs coming up this weekend. Some people like betting big spreads. Some people like the tight games and and picking a winner there. And uh, everybody should be happy this weekend because you got three games that are double-digit or almost double-digit spreads with the Bengals kind of hovering around nine and a half. And then you have three games that are within a field goal. Of one another so uh what what uh I don't know anything you like for Saturday Sunday or Monday night in these playoffs
2: yeah I listen I I'm a big Doug Peterson fan I mean obviously he's come here he came to Philly and and won us the Super Bowl I think what he's done down in Jacksonville is pretty impressive but I I gotta be honest I don't know if they're ready to compete just yet I think you got to give them a lot of credit for getting there but let's be honest I mean you know, that wasn't a great division. They have one of the worst teams in the NFL in that division. We know that, um, you know, teams like Houston, and it just it's not very good. And Tennessee kind of struggled. I think I think L.A. gets the job done here. I don't mind going and laying it here. I think the strong part of Jacksonville is that passing game with Trevor Lawrence. Um, this is a pretty damn good defensive group at the back end for L.A. with Derwin James and Nasir Adderley, guys like that. They're also not very good against the pass, and as we know, I mean, Justin Herbert, some of the big boys for, for L.A. are really good uh, in the passing game. If you're going to give me something below three, I'm going to have some interest. I don't love road teams, but to me, I think a lot of time in the playoffs, you just have to go with the better team. I don't think Jacksonville going hang their head in any way. Um, this has been a good season for them, but if you're going to give me something under three, even at three, I, I like I like the Chargers in this one. I also... I got to be honest, Clip. Um, I'd have a hard time picking against the Bills to win the Super Bowl. This, this team, just, team just seems destined to get there. And I don't know if anybody noticed, but Skylar Thompson is a, a disaster. Um, it just seems like the Dolphins can't get out of their own way. Anytime they have something good happen, something bad happens right away after. And I think the Bills can romp here. Uh, remember, they um, they won last year against New England, up by thirty in the first round. Um, if you're going to give me something under two touchdowns here, I mean, a ten, I have some interest in the bills.
3: Jeff Nadu uh, joining us, big man on campus. Give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, of course the sit down podcast going strong. He's uh he got a blog up this week, Jeff, about, uh, not only your weight loss, but uh, an important part. And, uh, Something that uh, folks struggle with is keeping that weight off, and you've been able to do that. So I know you talked about that, uh, your daily gambling show with the big man on basketball, big man on betting. So uh, you got it all going on, man. Uh, so uh, the the dozen as well. Are you officially a uh, free agent in the dozen trivia?
2: I, I think I'm going to be. I, <laughs> I think it's time to kind of move on from and, and get you know maybe a new team. We'll see. I will say I had to write that blog. I mean, it was – the question I, I, I literally get five or 10 people asking me that same question every day. How'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? What'd you eat? What'd you do? So I, I had to write it. Um, you know, I just stay on top of it. You know, I think as a, uh, anyone that's had weight issues at any point in their life, if you don't stay on it, um, you're, you're going to go back into the same thing And for me, I've had success with not doing that. Um, I'm always going to be on it. I'm always going to continue to talk about it. And you know, it's something you can control, and and, and eventually it, it could be too late. So, for me, you know, if I could help someone maybe get some push to do it, you know, so be it.
3: The before and after, uh, just uh, so dramatic, Jeff. And uh, kudos to you, man, for uh, for keeping up with it. Uh, do enjoyed it. Enjoy your uh, sports weekend. Got a lot of stuff going on, and we'll reconvene uh, next week, man.
2: Same to you. Look forward to it, Clip. Thanks.
3: Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joining us on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Nadeau likes the Bills, no matter the number, against Shirley's Dolphins, the undermanned Miami Dolphins. Talked to a Dolphins fan last night at A.J. McMurphy's, and uh, he said, "Uh, I like the Dolphins this weekend. And I was like, what, plus the points? He was like, yeah, and a win. And the more he kept talking, the more... He, his son has become a big dolphins fan. the more I found out he was basically trying to talk himself into believing they could somehow put up a fight against yeah Buffalo. that's not
5: happening He's not a true dolphins fan if he's trying to talk himself into believing they're going to win against the bills
3: you know how you try to get convince realistic your, yeah yeah Can you convince yourself of things that's what he was going for and i felt kind of bad for him the more he kept going
5: look <laughs> look, uh, look. I, I i was thrilled that we got to the playoffs but i am also a realistic fins fan we're not getting past the bills i mean unless josh allen just overslept his alarm and got stuck in like 17 feet of snow it's just not gonna happen
3: well crazier things have happened shirley rhodes this is true I'm gonna Google up biggest NFL playoff upsets, and we'll talk about some of that when we return. But we'll also have the debut of a uh, Shirley Rhodes original. Now we got on a we tend to like a word pops up and we go off on a tangent. Yesterday we started talking about game shows for some reason, and the late great Ray Combs. But you had this idea even before that, right?
5: Well, kind of, sort of. But it is kind of a take on that. It's it's name that sound, and it's from pop culture. So I'm going to play a sound, and, and it's going to be very easy to figure out what I'm doing here. I'm going to play a sound, and you just tell me where you know it from.
3: All right. Simple That's enough. It. Chandler and I will play the game. You can play along at home. Uh, when we return on Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this.
1: listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by beauty bar meta Spa. do you want to get rid of wrinkles tighten and lift your skin smooth your skin texture erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair are you interested in botox or filler visit beauty bar to set up a free consultation now back to the show
5: Welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. They serve lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 1030 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fifth Street, right beside the State Theater. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's the
3: all right i did find a list online i googled biggest playoff upsets and uh it took me to the gwinnett daily post support local papers that's what uh, i got there from 20 oh you already looked at it
0: yeah i'm that's the one i got too because it gives you the point spread of the the games final score what the over under
3: was this Um, was done uh 2021 so it has missed the last two seasons of playoffs but this is a great list i remember a lot of these games and i uh, want to go through some of those because after looking at this list and remembering some of these moments the dolphins have a chance i will just say that
5: so you're saying there's a chance there's
3: a chance it's a slight chance but we'll run through those games or but skylar thompson has not played thompson. in one of these games so there is that
5: i keep want to say Tompkins, and that's somebody else i know put some respect sorry me. Don't, sorry don't Scholar. disrespect
3: me bro This is like a Ray Combs situation all over again. Don't do that. Don't don't disrespect me, bro. But before we do that, uh, we love playing games around here. Played the five-second game with Bryce earlier this week. I asked him a country in Africa, and he said, that's easy, Chad. And he was right. (laughs) Which was great. Nailed it. Chad. Uh, New game. This is called Name That Sound, created by and hosted by Shirley Rhodes. So, Shirley, uh, take it away
5: all right we're going to play three rounds each round has five sounds wow. and i'm going to play each sound now this is from pop culture so this could be anything from tvs right. to movies to whatever but i'm and you'll get the gist of it once we start playing so here is our first sound before we
3: start yes i, I never do this I, i'm a big jinx guy karma guy i never do this but because this is pop culture i think i should kick chandler's ass oh so he's calling his shot chandler's not a big like tv pop culture guy so and i consider myself to be one so i am the heavy favorite chandler would you disagree with that no i totally agree yeah so
0: i'd be crazy to say no you're wrong
3: now i feel like i've got some pressure on me but anyway
5: okay so here's the first sound And we will start with Clip to give the first answer. Clip, if you get it wrong, obviously, Chandler, you'll have a chance to steal. So here we go. First sound. Name that sound.
3: That's like... Hit it one more time. Sure. Is it like from U.S. Sailor?
5: That would be incorrect. (laughs) Oh, no. Chandler.
0: Is it
5: Sprint? Sprint you are also incorrect the answer is t-mobile Ah.
3: Oh. all now, right now i gotta say this t-mobile just like i used to have sprint but now it's t-mobile we're not gonna give chandler credit for that but you, was that ever sprint or was that always t-mobile i oh, guess that was, was always t-mobile okay, uh, okay. okay. All right.
5: ready next so sound
3: this is for yeah uh, chandler. chandler
5: chandler you uh you have the board so to speak dang but it next sound were going to be easy
3: do you know a clip no Uh, i have a guess but
5: chandler twilight zone (laughs) you are incorrect clip
3: i the first thing that came to mind was like dolby digital surround sound or something like that
5: you are also incorrect that is the startup sound for playstation
3: hit it again
5: what the original playstation
3: (laughs) man that is not ringing any bells at all. guess I was okay. more of a PS2 guy. All
5: right. Okay, here we go.
3: Boy, this is brutal.
5: Okay, this is not going as well as I thought it would no, go. No, I like
3: the game. I kind of like that we're missing, too. Yeah. Okay, but, all right. But I like where this, I like it.
5: Okay, here we go. Next, next sound.
3: This is Clips, right?
5: Yes, this is back to Clips.
3: Give me Disney.
5: You are correct, yeah! sir.
3: Yeah. All right. Okay, job. that was good a slow pitch yeah. softball. Uh, yeah, I, I,
5: I, I tried to make it easy in the first round. They get harder as you go. All right. All right. Here we go. Now, Chandler. Next sound. <laughs>
4: might not get it,
5: but I know Clip will. What the hell
0: is this? Is it a
5: pager? You are incorrect. Clip?
3: The soundtrack of my I guess teenage years that is uh, dial-up internet when you're getting online. You are correct,
5: sir. Ring!
3: Yep. That's what it
5: sounded like when you had to dial up and God forbid somebody else pick up the phone because then you lose your connection. That's awful. All right. Here's the last sound for round one.
0: I know this one. Clip.
3: Um. It's um. Uh, Looney Tunes.
5: You are incorrect. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Chandler. You're close, but you're incorrect. Chandler.
3: Don't say it, Charlie. Let me. Let's take additional guesses after he okay, guesses. Okay, all right,
5: that's
0: fine. Uh...
3: uh, dun, dun, dun. uh papa Ooh no bugs bunny no what is it?
5: tom and jerry ah Ah. dang it all right do you want to go one one. more round before we take a break
3: oh uh sure
5: okay all right we're on to round two
3: steve and kevin had tom and jerry well done steve and kevin
5: all right next one and we don't have to go back and forth just whoever answers first how about that all right make it make it a little quicker all right here we go here we go second round sound one xbox incorrect shall i play it again
3: yeah oh what is that
5: <laughs> you know it you know it it's, it's gonna drive you nuts is the second it
3: uh ps you already guessed sorry
5: he has to guess again before you can guess again. A
3: computer. Like a like a compact computer or something.
5: You're incorrect. Anybody wants to foster another guess?
3: Go ahead, Chandler.
0: Can you play the sound one more time? Sure.
3: Oh my god, what is that?
5: <laughs> Any guesses? Four? Three? Two? It's, gonna, it's literally one. gonna kill me when it's <laughs> That would be the sound to Netflix.
2: Oh, oh my God! God! <laughs> You're kidding me! <laughs> Come on!
5: <laughs> okay, uh, all right. That
0: makes me so
3: mad. because I'm, I'm a stupid person. <laughs> oh, my God.
5: Yeah, I thought you were going to get it because you, you had it, man. You had that reaction like, I know this sound. Play, play it again.
0: See, I see the Netflix logo
3: popping up in my mind right now. I am so dumb.
5: All right, next one. Steve
3: and Jack both said Netflix. Whatever. Great for you.
5: (laughs) All right, we ready for the next one?
3: No. I'm mad as hell right now. (laughs) This game sucks.
5: I'm so mad. Now you know how I feel with Guess the (laughs) Line. okay is uh, this
0: all payback
3: yes, <laughs> yes.
5: this, this is, is a payback, is payback game <laughs> totally payback
3: <laughs> but the problem is they're easy and we should get them and we, we're stupid
5: all right here we go next sound
3: oh Pic-
5: pixar he is correct because uh. the little lamp
0: jumps on the eye i guess if we're
3: scoring at home it's one to one
5: uh no it's two to one
3: candler's up to one
5: no you're up to one
3: Oh. oh I got dial up yep. and Disney correct
5: mm-hmm. alright so it's two to one clip next sound
3: Co- uh, computer um, Dale
5: you have to be a little bit more specific did he get it? no windows now we got
3: oh. it
5: it's the windows startup sound
3: yeah yeah yeah
5: I tried to make this easy
3: yeah, you did alright
5: score's tied two all here we go next sound <laughs>
3: Every sound you do, <laughs> I, my head cocks and I point at you, and I don't have an answer. <laughs> Dill,
5: no, that is incorrect. Um,
3: dun dun. Um, Shall I play it again? Please?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: this, this is embarrassing. I know the sound. Can we play sports trivia? No, I love this game. Dun, 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 dun. That's it's um. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> go ahead. Make it AT&T. mad again.
5: Incorrect. It's Intel.
3: Intel, yeah. I had no Intel on that one.
5: All right. This is the last one for this round, and then we'll take a break, and we'll do the final round. Okay?
3: okay. <laughs> do the rest of the show.
5: All right. Here we go. Last last sound for this round.
3: Everybody at home is killing this game, and we are We're morons. We're making fool of ourselves.
5: All right. Here's the last sound. Uh, Marvel. Hold on. I got to double check this one. You are correct, sir. Yeah.
3: Marvel. All right.
5: That's the Marvel Studios thing. Got it. All right. So that's the first two rounds. We're going to take a break.
3: Yep. I like that, Shirley.
5: And let, uh, I like Clip, this game a lot. Let, let Clip compose himself because... <laughs> I'm just... Oh,
0: I was mad after the Netflix one.
5: Oh, wait till the last one. <sighs> last round is going to be tough. All
3: right. I need see cigarette. It's
5: tough. <laughs> Light, light it up right here in the studio. Oh, my God. That's going to go over well. Man. All right. Throw it to break, clip.
3: <laughs> Take a time out. Come back. The conclusion of Name That Sound coming up next.
1: You're you're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaSpa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome
5: back. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 61,000 followers today. By the way, if you're on YouTube and you have not hit that subscribe button, do so. And while you're at it, click on that like button too. Smash it. Smash it. Head back to uh, Clip.
3: Alrighty, back with you pirate radio live here on a thursday coming up billy weaver will join me we'll go over the list the list of pirates that were here in 2022 on the football roster that will not be on the 2023 roster and what that means for the future we'll do that with weave uh, also the biggest playoff upsets we're trying to give shirley and dolphins fans out there and i guess really ravens fans and Seahawks fans hope that they could see a win for their favorite team this wild card weekend. So we'll uh, run over some of those and open the booty bag. But right now, we are in the midst of a great new game show sweeping the nation created by Shirley Rhodes called Name That Sound. And Chad on Twitter said, I'm in the same boat, everyone. I was like, oh, I know that. And he said, I could not get an answer to come out. He actually said, It could not get an answer to Coke out. (laughs) So. He's have some real issues over there. Uh, Couldn't get the words to come out either, Chad. Uh, But he says, great job, Shirley Rhodes.
5: Thank you. Thank you.
3: Kevin, along with uh, Steve and some others, uh, John as well on Facebook, and Jack uh, have also been playing the at-home version on Facebook Live. And Kevin says, what it does show us is where we spend most of our time. I need a hobby so uh he he got the intel correct oh he did okay
5: well done all right
3: so final round coming up right
5: yes and uh, if you're keeping score clip is up three to two on chandler
3: An embarrassing a defensive struggle i would say yes right now this
5: this is kind of like the miami um oh who did they play last week where it was like a pillow fight? <laughs> yeah
3: jets yeah How's the it? jets yeah
5: this is a miami uh new york game this right
3: is here. mid-2000s raven steelers where neither <laughs> team can get a first down
5: yeah all right here we go round three here's your first sound
3: that's dolby digital dvd
5: um you're close, but it is not the correct labeling. It's three letters. There's your clue. Do it again. Ah. <laughs> uh. As soon as I say it, you're going so to lose your lot. Li- you're going to lose your mind. No, you're in
3: three incorrect. little butt cheeks. T- T- Why are you doing this to us? You are so close, Clip. H Q H uh, D Q A. Is there a Q in there? No. <laughs> um, H T-H-D. T H D. I need some T H C the answer is std <laughs> opp thx ah! oh
5: man <laughs> you were so oh. close T-H-X. so close so close oh
3: man oh man
5: all right we're on to the next one Let's see if you can wait cut. so
3: what was the official answer
5: it was thx surround sound
3: kevin said dlx thd so <laughs> everybody's like all over it <laughs> I knew it was that dang surround sound. Didn't know yep. what it was called. All right. All
5: right, here we go. Next sound.
3: Oh. <laughs> dun, dun, bum, dun.
4: bum, bum, bum,
3: bum. Uh, Paramount. Um, Universal. You are U- correct, Universal. sir. Yeah.
5: Very good. Very good all right now clip's starting to pull away it's four to two chandler if you chandler, have any chance two you to gotta tie, get two to tie three to win it yep you, you're gonna have to run the table in the next three if you want to win this thing okay right. you ready here we go here's the next sound
3: <laughs> rugrats.
5: well done sir
3: wow rugrats tommy huh what's his name wow tommy uh
5: i really thought clip was gonna get that not you,
3: uh, you still, yeah, I didn't come to me
0: i had rugrats on what's
3: the what's his name tommy who uh,
0: I oh kn- i know what tommy and
3: and there's multiple of them um
5: god i can see him, pickles
3: yeah pickles. i think so
5: is it tommy pickles
3: i thanks think so you got Chucky Finster, Angelica Pickles, Tommy Pickles. There you go. Okay. All right. Lil I don't know why.
5: That just randomly popped into my head.
3: Phil and Lil or Lil and Dil. And... All right.
5: All right. Here we go. Next one. <clears throat> oh, this is DreamWorks.
3: Is that it?
5: You are incorrect.
4: Oh
3: do that again
0: MGM does that have something to do with a planet
5: (laughs) no (laughs)
3: Um, and it's not MGM by the way yeah
0: one more time
5: please okay
3: I don't know the names of these things. Like Paramount. Um It would be Warner Brothers. Oh, Warner Brothers. Dang it. The w- All right. W-B. This
5: is the last one. Chandler, you have a chance to at least tie. Alright.
3: Tie? Tie? All right. Uh Eric Gulligson.
5: <laughs> no. Gully. Alright. This is the last sound. This is the last sound for the game. For the Chandler. Game. You have a chance to at least tie.
3: Chandler, and if you get this, shirley got to find another one. No, there is no tie It named that sound. Shirley is going to have to find us an overtime sound.
5: Oh, crap, because I don't have an overtime <laughs> sound. Right. Oh, You'll have
3: time. I'll... Okay, anyway, let's well, see i got to get okay. it right first. Yeah.
5: All right, here we go. This is one of my favorites, so I know the answer to this, but I can't wait to see if you guys get it. No.
0: Keepers Creepers.
5: No. It should be familiar to Cliff. Okay,
3: You'll know it's it. It's definitely something creepy and... HBO. You are correct, sir.
5: Da-da-na-na. I didn't know that intro. But that was is, the very, very beginning.
3: This is legendary.
5: This, na, 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 honest to goodness, na, na. in terms of openings, yeah. this is hands down one of the best openings ever made. Shirley, great
0: game. Thank you. That was a great game.
5: That's why I was going to say, Clip, if Clip didn't get it, if Troy's either remotely listening to the show or driving he will have driven, driven off the road because he's screaming at the radio that
3: intro I, I did i heard it I didn't know it but once it yeah. got to the meat oh yeah classic. That,
5: that that first intro part is if you've ever watched it is
2: when office. they're
5: going through the city the little town and then they go into the hbo logo that's when the meat of the the song goes but it's one of the best uh, in my opinion one of the best themes there is fun
3: so. game interesting surely enough i i have a similar game
5: that is that's, oh really it's
3: great for the radio audience it's called name that smell
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so hmm. all right, do you identify that smell <laughs> name that sound no. uh surely this is up to you uh but i would love to to play this again if you I, get I, I would abs- another list. actually
5: i just got a text from a friend of mine that said we should play this again so Very i good. think we will do that
3: name that sound great game all right that was fun and i did win but i'm not necessarily proud of my performance
5: because you, you did leave some on the table
3: yeah uh, Chandler and I both... Uh,
5: that THQ, a, though. I was you,
3: like, are
0: you kidding me? You're was, so yeah, close. I was for all you, it's an ugly baby, but it's your
3: baby. That's right. And, uh, boy, Netflix still kicking us man, in the pants. Man, that made me so mad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour 3, Pi Radio Live. Billy Weaver joins us. We'll uh, talk about NFL playoff upsets. And open up the booty bag. That and more on the way after this.
1: Listening to hour three of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Cadillac Buick and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at BrowningwoodAuto.com or visit them on greenville boulevard brown and wood greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty now let's head back in to pirate radio live here's clip rock
3: back with you prl here on a thursday coming up friday on the show talk to my guy rajay harris get an update on his recovery talk about his niners talk about his uh trip to birmingham we'll do that we'll uh, also have our nfl picks i have not graded the picks from last week chandler had a seven game lead over tony dunn and tony picked i think seven only seven maybe eight opposite games of chandler to try to catch him. so i'll have to uh check that out to see if anybody caught chandler but he was in the driver's seat for our regular season champion uh as far as picks go in 2022. Uh but we will talk NFL as well. Uh, we'll talk a little NFL now and some pirate football with Billy Weaver, my co-host on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-in show. He joins us here on a PRL. Happy New Year Weave. How you doing, man?
4: Doing good, man. Happy New Year to you too. Hope everything uh is going good for the 2023 New Year so far.
3: So far, so good. And uh got a lot of sports to talk about with billy weaver we've uh, dropped by for a moment uh, earlier this week to the Pyre radio studios and billy uh you asked a question to me and and i the answer was no and, and it really stuck with me and that question was do you have a list is there a list of all the players leaving ecu's football program and i said well if you go to hoist the colors you can see uh incoming and outgoing transfers but to answer your question, no, there is not a complete list of players uh, leaving the program uh, from 2022 to 2023. And I asked Chandler earlier this week, would uh, would he, uh, you know, have time and the fortitude to put together such a list? And, and he said, no, uh, not enough hours in the day. So what did I do, Billy? I said, you know what? If you need to get something done, you got to do it yourself. And Billy, right here, I have that list. Would you like to go over the list with me?
4: Oh, absolutely.
3: (laughs) I got it broken down by position so we can run through it. So These are the players that were on the 2022 ECU football roster uh, and will not be on 2023. I compiled the list. I had a couple of edits to make after I showed it to uh, official editor Stephen Igo. So uh, there could be more names added to this list. I may have missed one or two. If I did, uh, folks can let me know. But starting at the quarterback position, uh, Holt Naylor's will not be here. Ryan Stubblefield also transferred out. So those are the quarterbacks on the list. At that position, we've Mason Garcia has been uh, the anointed one by the coaching staff. We expect to see him. The question is now, do the Pirates uh, add an additional QB between now and uh, fall camp?
4: I think so. I-, I think you have to. I think you have to at least go out. And look in the transfer portal because I'm sure there's probably one or maybe two quarterbacks in the transfer portal that would be uh, uh, of interest to ECU and of course or
3: 17 or ECU. 18, yeah,
4: right. right. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's the thing is the transfer transfer portal has become such a common, just commonplace right now in in college athletics that. So many people are in there that it it almost seems like there are more, and I think it is true, there are more players in the transfer portal than there are positions available yeah. out there, um, if that makes sense. You, you wouldn't think so, because those players were obviously on teams before, but not every team and not every player is as good as they think they are, and and. Land really where they want to land. So it's a weird situation, but i I, I think the pirate coaching staff would be remiss if they didn't uh, check into the transfer portal and uh, and try and get a quarterback
3: and obviously, not every quarterback uh, that's a backup is transferring to be a starter. It's just impossible to do so. You look at Ryan Stubblefield transfers to incarnate word and and good for him. They were in the FCS semifinals. so great landing spot. Bad news is, since Ryan Stubblefield committed to that school, they picked up a guy who was like an Auburn commit. So I, so he could be transferring to, to remain a backup. But, you know, we'll see uh, what happens with that. So that's the quarterback situation. Running back, major loss, Keaton Mitchell declaring for the NFL draft. Good news is uh, the Pirates do have uh, a lot of backs in that backfield, including Marlon Gunn, who we saw uh, coming off of – pretty solid freshman year when we got to see him in action the injured rajay harris returning we'll get an update on his health when rajay joins us on the show on friday and uh some other names in there camaro edmonds uh and and you've got some other young guys too billy so the running back situation problem is you're losing your uh your firework guy your playmaker your home run hitter keaton mitchell
4: Yeah, and and going down through the list of all the players that will not be there next year, and that includes Holt Naylor's as well, uh, but just for a different reason, this is the one that I think is going to sting and does sting in in my eyes the most, Uh, just because of the fact that we know what kind of – we've seen the blueprint for Keaton Mitchell. It's called Chris Johnson. Uh, We've seen that act before, and we saw how during Chris Johnson's senior year – how his stock rose and when he went to the combine and became, you know, a first round selection and all the excitement around him and and I think pirate fans were seeing, you know, CJ 2K 2.0 um and Keaton Mitchell and and everybody wanted to see the fireworks some more. Uh so that one I think stings the most. Uh, like you said there is there there's still the cupboard isn't bare in that running back department, but that one that one hurts, man. I I I really really you know i i i don't uh i don't fault any of these players for trying to better than them themselves and especially the ones that are you know have nfl aspirations and as far as that goes the one with the most i think um nfl talent and with definitely the speed uh is keaton mitchell so we wish wish him the best but it's definitely going to be a tough one uh not seeing him on the on the field at dowdy Sicklin.
3: Yeah, and this list we're going over, I have, uh, I think, 23 names on it, which is a, a pretty nice chunk, but it's not about just quantity. It's about quality. It's about the production, and Keaton Mitchell, yeah. a heavy chunk of that. And as we go to the wide receivers, Billy, a major chunk uh, of production in the passing game with Holt Naylor, Isaiah Winstead, whose eligibility ran out, and C.J. Johnson. Uh, who will leave uh, a year early? I guess without the COVID year, he'd be leaving on track, but did have another year of eligibility. But Winstead and Johnson, uh, two major playmakers, the guys leaving in the receiver room.
4: And the the CJ Johnson thing that that doesn't surprise me, just because it almost seems fitting that you know there were so many comparisons and so much talk throughout both of their careers with Holt Naylor's and CJ, you know, being high school teammates playing college ball together it only seemed fitting that they go out together as well so that that's not a big surprise but like you said a lot of production in that wide receiver room will be missing um and you know of course everybody knows what holton ayler's meant to this team and all the you know the numbers that he put up and the records that 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 he uh you know set so that's it's the offensive side of the ball, I mean, just looking at those what four players right there or five players, that that's a big chunk right there at VCU's
3: offense. Isaiah Winstead kind of following in the footsteps of an Andre Allison, a Lance Lewis. The Pirates have had some good transfer receivers weave, and I think they're gonna have to go out and try to find another one. You've got Jalen Johnson returning who he was the man on one Saturday, uh, against O D. U. He was the, the go to guy in that game and, and I could see him You know, having a big year next year, but you're gonna, you know, Josiah Hatfield's gonna have to step up. You've got some young guys there, but uh, likely we'll see, and we've already seen, uh, actually, I believe it's a King from Georgia Tech. We've already seen East Carolina go after a receiver or two in the uh, the transfer portal.
4: Yeah, and you know what? I mean, every school seems to have an identity, maybe at a position that you know you think about. You know, when you think about Penn State, you think about linebackers and. You know, I mean, you can go down the list of, you know. Wisconsin
3: you running backs.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at East Carolina, it's wide receivers. I mean, if you think about it. And, of course, that's a big recruiting tool. You know, wide receivers, coaches, and offensive coordinators, and head coaches at East Carolina can go out and say, hey, you know, the proof is in the pudding here. We like to throw the ball around.
3: Zay Jones if is the, playing Saturday night in the playoffs with for the Jaguars. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Watch this guy. And then you got Justin Hardy
4: and – I mean the list goes on and on of of talented you know very productive NFL wide receivers that have come out of East Carolina so that that's going to be a point of emphasis and and I don't I don't ever really um feel a whole lot of concern about the wide receiver position at East Carolina because talented wide receivers seem to want to come to east carolina and for good reason
3: and boy uh, we had concerns this time last year we didn't know who isaiah winstead was we didn't know if cj johnson would be playing so we had concerns and uh by the time the season got here oh okay we didn't need to be concerned this year we'll see what happens we'll see what they can add uh to that stable tight end how about three tight ends uh, off the roster from 2022 we've ryan jones of course aaron jarman D'Angela McKinney. Good news, Shane Calhoun's back. He has proven to be uh, a solid pass catcher in the Pirates' offense, but uh, you are going to have to add some uh, some depth in the uh, tight end room.
4: Yeah, definitely going to miss Ryan Jones there. You know, the other guys didn't get a whole lot of playing time, um, but the tight end position. You know, and I've, I've always been one that, to me, um, you you got to have a solid good tight end in any offense. And, and, you know, it seems like, I don't know, for some reason – that they're but they're hard to find. You know, tight ends, good, really good tight ends are hard to find because it's a hybrid position. It's a guy that you need to be big enough, tall enough, and strong enough to to block and be a part of that offensive line, but have, you know, quick feet, uh be able to, you know, run decent 40 times and have great hands. I mean, think of that. That that's a lot of stuff that a guy has to be good at to be a good tight end, and that's why you don't see a whole lot of you know, great tight ends across college football. So, yeah, that, that'll that be something. Well, be-
3: they're all on Georgia's roster. They got, yeah. they got Bowers who's like, oh, world, everybody wants him as a true sophomore. And then I was looking at uh, – there was a mock draft that came up on TV during a Pirate Radio Live last week. First-round draft, uh, it's somewhere in the 20s, they had another Georgia tight end. So, I guess they've just stocked them all up uh, down there with the national champions. But uh, we've uh, – just like you, probably because you covered him in high school, uh, Devon Drew comes to mind. Great tight end uh, here at ECU in the uh, the mid two thousands, and of course we talked to Bryce Williams every week. They used him a lot as a receiver, but Bryce, uh, very good tight end. Ryan Jones, the the best tight end we've seen here since Bryce Williams.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah, very. You know, and that's the thing is is had a knack to be able to get open. Uh, always seemed to come come up big on third down situations yeah. too. That's what you want your tight end to be able to do is on those you know, third and five, six, seven um, situations to be able to throw it to a tight end where he can kind of muscle his way for that extra yard. You know, those tight ends you can throw to uh, ahead of the sticks or behind the sticks, I should say, to be able to get those extra yards receivers. You want them going to the sticks or beyond because a lot of times, you know, they're smaller guys and they'll get taken down. You know, with, with tight ends, you need to be able to have those guys that can get those, you know, extra tough yards after the catch. So, yeah, the tight end room is going to be interesting to watch uh, this coming season.
3: Uh, Billy Weaver and I breaking down the Pirates that were on the 2022 roster that will not be here in 2023 and what that means for the 2023 Pirates on the offensive line. Avery Jones, the center, Noah Henderson, and Justin Red. So three names there, Weave and – uh, some beef to make up for on the O-line. I guess we could add, too, that the Pirates will have a new offensive line coach with Steve Shankweiler changing his uh, position there at ECU.
4: Yeah, um, you know, Steve Shankweiler's been there, it seems like, longer than anybody else and, and definitely more times than anybody else. And, you know, the offensive line kind of goes along with the, the the tight end position as far as it's tough to find those guys. It really is. And, you you know, that's the thing is is teams that are good in the trenches on the offensive line and defensive line typically are, are winning teams, and that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, the the position skill position guys get all the credit and get all the headlines, but it's those guys in the middle in the trenches that that really make you know make or break a football team, and those are those guys are hard to find. Um, and you know, offensive line is always you know. It, it, at least in, in my tenure covering the Pirates, the offensive line was always a question mark going into the season. It always depended on how well those guys did uh as to how well the offense uh produced and you know, so that's that's like the tight end room, that one's gonna be a very important one this off
3: season. Going to the defensive side, a couple of D linemen out of the program, Chandre Mims who was a one-and-done guy and played well for the Pirates. And Elijah Robinson, we even get on these kids for transferring and and the grass isn't always greener. Well, Elijah Robinson uh, is going to Hawaii. So, if nothing else, (laughs) he picked a nice destination, I guess.
4: Well, if nothing else, the grass will definitely be greener (laughs) all season. Literally. I mean, literally.
3: (laughs) There you go. Uh, The linebacker, you're losing some... Some guys that have been around a long time, and, and guys we got to know, Xavier Smith and Miles Berry. I uh, really enjoyed talking to those guys on the Players' Lounge. Best linebacker on East Carolina's team last year might have been Chance Bates, another one-and-done guy. When you you have guys like Bates and Winstead, you, you just wish you could have them for more than one year, but that's the way it works. But So you got three uh, linebackers there, Weave, uh, Smith, Berry, and Bates. So uh, the, the the linebackers on the field going to look a lot different in 23 than they did this past season.
4: Yeah, and that's another position at East Carolina that's been um, – there there's been some really talented guys at that linebacker position. Going back, I mean, as far as – I mean, Robert Jones, you know, in my tenure and as far as, you know, teams and players that I've watched and Jeff Carr and, I mean, the list goes on and on, you know, Pernell Griffin. And, I mean, there, there's just been – That so was many- a
3: great era in the 90s, wasn't it, we
4: Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, those 90s-era defenses were just – and the, the defense is under Skip Holtz, but yeah. for Skip, it wasn't as much the linebackers. It was the defensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a
3: big Pierre Bell, Quentin Cotton yeah. guy, but, man, that, that D-line could make uh, that back seven look pretty darn good.
4: Yeah, I know, and, and how different would the would that season have been? I can't remember the year exactly off the top of my head, but when Quentin Cotton 08. hurt uh, yep. in that two-lane game yep. – um how how different that season would have been had he played the entire season um so that just goes to show you you know the linebackers are the quarterbacks of the defense they're you know arguably the most important position on that defensive side of the ball. They get everybody lined up adjusted um they've got to be very versatile they've got to be um you know that you know typically those are team captains on that side of the ball, so that's a very crucial position to to get filled
3: at the cornerback spot three guys uh off the list juan powell a pre-washington who was here for one year and demel hickman uh, hickman and powell entering the transfer portal and safety uh, i guess good news you still got tegan wilk you still got uh, julius wood who uh came on pretty strong in 2022 but uh you're definitely going to miss gyro wilson you're definitely going to miss gerard stringer who was yeah i don't know might have been the best like down the stretch the the most impact powered defensive player stringer really came on late in the year and then also demetrius mooney sean Dorso. so that is a lot of safeties uh out of the room we even and stringer and wilson kind of played a a hybrid they'd come up play a little linebacker ish position as well so they'll uh, they'll have to i mean Wilson and Stringer uh guys that are going to leave a pretty big hole in the defense
2: yeah
4: especially Stringer man because like you said down in this stretch run of the season how many times were we watching a game where you would just see a huge hit on that defense side of the ball and it was always Stringer yeah. that his name was called and i mean he would just you know, he, like you said he played that hybrid position where he could get down in the box and he could play that linebacker position and he had that tough body had that you know that mentality of of wanting to you know getting there fast fast and getting there angry. Uh and that was that you know that's my favorite type of player man but yeah that's going to be a big position to fill on that defensive side and it seemed would you say 23
3: total? Uh, or, uh 23 uh, total yeah that we went through there.
4: Yeah, I um you know when I originally asked you that question yesterday and we were talking about that um I didn't I wouldn't have guessed 23. I would have guessed maybe I don't know, fifteen to eighteen, but that's a lot. It it really is, and I don't remember a year here recently anyway where there's been that much of an exodus. And of course, in the years past, there what the transfer portal didn't exist, and it wasn't as easy in this NIL thing and all that, and all the you know what goes into you know making decisions to be able to leave a, a university nowadays. So it's a little bit different now, but still, I don't I don't ever remember a team, an East Carolina team, losing this much talent. Uh, in one year. Well,
3: I guess the next list, Billy, will be uh, all the players replacing these guys. And I will tell you, right. Thanks to Hoist the Colors, uh, you can look and see uh, who East Carolina has added via the transfer portal. And uh, as I look at it now, you've got uh, Gerald Green, Omar Rogers. That's two. Uh, Tamir Brown, Ryan King, Dontavius Nash, uh, Ra Ra Dilworth. That's six. And that looks like, uh, let's see, Taequann King and B.J. Davis, that is eight. So, eight names there uh, published uh, by Hoist the Colors at the moment, plus all the high school freshmen. So, uh, you, you, the numbers will even out at some point, but I guess that's the uh, the next uh, list we can hit next time you join us. But, uh, yeah, did want to go through that. I think it's a pretty good exercise to see exactly what positions were hit the hardest as far as numbers go, safety. But, again, it's not all about bodies. It's about production, and that's where you talk yeah. about Ehlers, Mitchell, Winstead, Johnson, jones you know guys like that
4: so now your next task you know what that's going to be right what's
3: that uh
4: compiling numbers how many completions were losing how many touchdowns were losing that how many tackles those guys accounted for and all that unfortunately
3: offensively that's gonna be pretty easy it's gonna be about (laughs) 85 90 percent of the offense is gone (laughs) so
4: right and that and that goes back to what you were saying it's not the quantity it's the quality yeah It'd be interesting to see the amount of tackles uh, and the production, you know, the defensive side of the ball, how many, you know, what exactly exactly you're losing percentage-wise as far as statistical numbers. And uh, that that's a, a little bit more into the weeds than I'd like to get into. I'm sure there's somebody out there that would take that challenge and is a numbers guy and would love to do all that stuff. But I think just off the, you know, straight off the cuff, I, I think you're – pretty safe to say you're losing a significant amount yeah. uh, statistically on offense and defense for the Pirates.
3: We before we let you go six playoff games this weekend we'll have them here for you on Pirate Radio two on Saturday three on Sunday and then Monday night football there are three games that I'm struggling with picking a winner uh, both via gambling and just straight up so uh, we'll, we'll talk about those three games only uh, before we let you go and we'll start with Saturday night Chargers at Jaguars, maybe the matchup I'm looking forward to the most just seems like a fun game. You could see a lot of points in this game. Who wins it, Weave, L.A. or Jacksonville?
4: Well, as much as I'd like to see Jacksonville for obvious reasons because, you know, we've got kind of a rooting interest in a player there with Zay, Um, I think the Chargers take this one. But, you know, the Jags, they are playing at home. Um, Chargers, I I think it's a a two-and-a-half, three-point line. Yeah,
3: Chargers are Uh, a slight favorite.
4: Yeah, slight favorite, but I'd have to go to the with the Chargers on that one. Um, although, as far as a rooting interest, uh, the team that I want to win, I think, is Jackson.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I tend to agree with you on both of those fronts. Um, you know what? i go ahead to tell you, I'm not taking the Giants, but they are a trendy underdog right now. Sounds like the, the, the sharp money from shows I listen to is going to the Giants' side. And I get it. I mean, the Vikings are 13-4. and four. They have a uh, negative point differential. They are statistically like the worst 13-win team in NFL history. Uh, but they are at home. They already beat the Giants there once this year. And a lot of people love this New York team and, and the situation they're in. I'm taking the Vikings. Uh, how about you?
4: Uh, okay. If I had to put money on it, I think I would go with the home team and the Vikings. Um you know, as far as a rooting interest too with Kirk Cousins and you know the situation with him in Washington, we all we've been over that many times, and I think you agree with me probably that that's one of the biggest busts or or biggest um, mistakes that the uh, Commanders organization has made as far as a quarterback position and letting him go and not signing him to a long-term contract. Um, so as far as a rooting interest, I, I, I always root for Kirk Cousins. I've always liked him. But I, I'm looking at it this way as far as the NFC East this year has been yeah. so good yeah. that you've got the Giants, you've got the Cowboys, and, of course, you've got the number 1 seed Eagles. You've got to think that I, I, if I were betting, I'd have to think that two two out of three of those teams are going to win first-round matchups the team on the outside looking in i think would have to be the cowboys just because they always seem to lose a first round <laughs> matchup whenever they get in the playoffs well so that so what does that mean that leaves the giants as having to win as one of those two out of three NFC East teams so in that respect i'd have to pick the giants with the mild upset okay. being the three point dog
3: so i guess that means monday night you're taking uh, the underdog Abso, bucks so apps freaking lootly okay there's no way on
4: God's green earth that I would take the Cowboys in a betting situation, on a rooting situation, nothing. And nothing would thrill me more to, than to see Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, the only team in the playoffs with a sub-500 record, to knock off Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, a 12-5 and team that, you know, these Cowboys fans are saying is going to the Super Bowl this year. It, it would please me uh, – it, it would not please me enough to see the Buccaneers win this game.
3: Billy Weaver joining us. Uh, there will be playoff games on Sunday. There will also be ECU basketball uh, in Minji's on Sunday. And when I asked you yesterday, Weave, if you wanted to join us, I thought we uh, might talk a little ECU hoops. But after what happened last night, we'll just bypass that conversation.
2: Yeah, that was a tough
4: one. <laughs> I, but I tell you what, give credit to Cincinnati, man. They didn't. Did they even miss a three point shot?
3: I believe it was 10 of 13 in the first half, which is insane.
4: Halftime, I remember they had 10 three pointers made at halftime. And it was by then, you know, the game, but it was still only a 13 point halftime lead by Cincinnati. And having hit 10 threes, you'd have thought that they'd have a much bigger cushion, which, of course, ended up being...
3: Well, then they hit one to start second the second half. half and <laughs> Right. And it, it was
4: just downhill. You
3: were like, maybe, okay, they, they got to start missing. When they hit that first one in the second half, it was like, all right, let's, uh, let's head on home. <laughs> let's get on out of here. We've uh, enjoyed the chat, man. Thanks for joining us. And uh, thank you for motivating me to uh, put together the list. So maybe like once a week uh just text me or call me and say clip uh, do you have is there a so-and-so out there and it will um motivate me to actually do some work so thank you
4: so i was i was thinking about this uh clip help
3: me out here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly and uh yeah i'll put together some uh, some numbers and names we've uh, appreciated, appreciate it man we'll talk to you again soon we'll
4: talk to you man and by the way kudos on putting that list together man that was <laughs> unexpected and that was awesome good job
3: Man, thank you, Weave. I can't wait to get home and have my head hit that pillow tonight after working so hard earlier today. And then, good grief, Shirley put us through the ringer on Name That Sound. I mean... I mean, you literally
0: almost lit a cigarette on a sports talk <laughs> radio station. I might
3: have to take tomorrow off.
5: <laughs> no, you can't do that.
3: You are a blue-collar guy. I'm joining you in the blue-collar <laughs> the work- lifestyle and <laughs> the, the, the workforce. workforce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. we just grab our shovel every day and go to work. Tell you what, how about we do more work, and that is give you something that you would enjoy.
2: Booty, 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 booty everywhere.
5: Booty, booty, booty,
3: booty, booty everywhere. 317-1250, the number on the Pit Electric Live line. Call up and win a prize. That is how this works. Shirley, what are we giving away today?
5: How about a $10 gift card to AJ McMurphy's?
3: All right. My go-to at AJ's these days is the chicken cheesesteak or the buffalo chicken wrap. Those are my suggestions for the winner of this gift card. What call are you looking for?
5: I'm going to go with color 5.
3: Color 5, 317-1250. We are back with more Pirate Radio Live after this.
5: Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar MediSpa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultation is available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Will James of Greenville. Picked up a $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is A.J.'s. They have daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia on Wednesday nights with our very own Clip Rock. A.J.'s has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an A.J.'s day. Now let's head back in to P.R.L. Here's Clip.
3: One of the uh, toughest and most interesting questions I thought last night chandler you participated was named the uh, six active players that have scored seven or more postseason touchdowns and you start thinking about older players that are good like aj green maybe julio jones um and the like derrick henry um none of those names on the list how many y'all get
0: i think we got we got three
3: you got. We got the first three right on our list. And oh, then, I gave you a clue. Out of the six names, four different positions are represented, which tells you there's a running back receiver, and then you'd probably say, okay, well, a quarterback tight in.
0: And you also said non-passing, too.
3: Yeah, these are touchdowns. You have the ball in your arms yeah. crossing. They're rushing or receiving touchdowns. And that's when I
0: was very shocked to hear one of the names. Tom Brady? Tom Brady. I guess a yeah. lot of quarterback sneaks at yeah. the one-yard line.
3: The answers were, Um, so so the tight end people figured out was? uh, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Um, The running backs were interesting. I
0: can't remember who. I
3: will say these guys have kind of been given nicknames with playoff in them. Playoff Lenny. Oh, Leonard Leonard Fournette. We had Leonard Fournette. And for one year, anyway, there was a playoff Damian. Damian Williams, nobody said, which would have been tough to get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And the other players were Cooper cup mm-hmm. who had uh i guess a monster postseason and we is had that
0: it we had stefan diggs but i don't think he was correct
3: no diggs was wrong so it was kelsey brady the running backs uh cup and one more player now i'm gonna have to look it up myself because i can't remember who it was uh but anyway that was uh fun last night i'll uh find that name real quick in a moment but wanted to talk about playoff upsets because we're trying to give Shirley Rhodes um, who's my buddy with the uh, WITN weather guy Charlie Ironmonger Seahawks fan and the other big underdog team is the uh, Baltimore Ravens giving those fans hopes for this weekend that they could actually win a playoff game and double digit underdogs have won uh, in the playoffs before And there is uh, quite a long list of guys like that, uh, teams like that, I should say, winning in the playoffs. I'm trying to do two things at once here. The other name on that list was, oh, Devontae Adams. All those years with the Pack. All right. So big playoff upsets. This is top 10 from the Gwinnett Daily Post. I like their list. Uh, Number 10, just a few years ago, the Tennessee Titans beat the top seed Baltimore Ravens. uh, in a game where they were ten point dogs, how good was Baltimore? Fourteen and two, and that was Lamar Jackson's MVP season. They broke the record for most rushing yards as a team. Number nine on this list. I watched this game at Bullies on the Boulevard. Oh, Chandler. Uh, I do like that the photo is Edron James. Um, Jake DeLone had how many turnovers in this game? He had five interceptions. I want to say he might oh my have fumbled. God. One or two do you not remember this no nah, this
0: is before i started getting heavy into panther football this is
3: the jake delone game and not for good reasons yeah. five interceptions the panthers were favored by 10 uh and they lost 33 to 13 to the cardinals 2005 the bus and the steelers went in and beat the colts uh who were a 10-point favorite 2001 uh patriots beat the uh, top seed steelers uh once again steelers 10-point favorites In this game, the beginning of the dynasty. 1995, Packers beating the Niners. Didn't realize that was such a a big upset, but Steve Young and the high powered Niners defending Super Bowl champs, double digit favorites losing to the Packers. 2007, Rivers and the Chargers beating the Colts uh, as 10.5 point dogs. The Dirty Bird Falcons beating the Vikings. Good grief, the Vikings put up a million points that season just bombs and that was pre culpepper that was uh, Randall Cunningham to a young Randy Moss just lighting up the scoreboard Chris Carter, uh, Robert Smith Vikings were 15-1 and one that year that was the battle of the old Anderson kickers because Morton Anderson was the kicker for the, uh, the Falcons and Gary Anderson missed a late field goal uh, his first missed in two years according to the story, how about that and uh the vikings lost as a 10 and a half point favorite the falcons went on to get crushed by the broncos in the super bowl 95 colts chiefs and i think i remember this because the colts went on to play the steelers in the afc championship and harbaugh threw a hail mary that nearly was caught but it was not and the steelers went on to that super bowl i think that was that same year but the colts as ten and a half point dogs Knocked off the Chiefs, number two on this list before my time. Um, before my time as a football fan, anyway. Vikings beat the Niners in 1987, ten and a half point underdogs. And then number one on the list, I remember this because
0: Duval. the
3: Jaguars and the Panthers pulled off um, upsets to get to championship games, and uh, it was the Jags winning this one that's super bowl so the panthers lost to the packers and i guess was our
0: upset against the um the cowboys do we beat the cowboys
3: like in a in a wild card game or something at home yeah when they had like eggman and them mm-hmm. no. yeah i don't know how big of a dog the panthers were that oh no that you're talking about this year yeah oh uh, i don't remember who the panthers uh be but i remember both teams went to the conference championships and let's see 95 where's the nfc uh that would not be that year it would be 96 96 i do remember mark brunel throwing to jimmy smith and keenan mccardle i want to say um well the panthers actually had a bye and were the home team when you beat dallas you uh so it wasn't really an upset yeah. per se but uh you guys lost to the packers the packers uh played the patriots that was uh drew bledsoe's patriots green bay winning the super bowl brett Favre uh helmet off running down the field celebration after a touchdown so basically it can be done that last game we talked about the broncos 14 point favorites against jacksonville yeah. in those playoffs so uh, upsets do happen let's take a break we'll come back more to go pirate radio live on a thursday back with you after this
5: Welcome back. Uh, It was another good day for the stock market. The Dow was up 216 points at 34,189. The NASDAQ was ahead 69 at 11,001. And the S&P was up 13 points and closed out the day at 3,983. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing call wells fargo advisors today at 756-6900 in greenville wells fargo advisors llc member sipc now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host uh clip rock
3: thank you shirley chandler honeycutt here shirley uh noted to me uh during the break some coaching news in college football Clemson uh, got rid of their offensive coordinator, and it appears they are ready to make a hire. Ross Dellinger uh, reporting Clemson is targeting TCU offensive coordinator and reigning Broyles Award winner Garrett Riley as its next offensive coordinator. That's pretty cool that both Lincoln and Garrett are Broyles Award winners for best assistant coach in college football.
0: Yep, I believe Lincoln won it his first year at Oklahoma after leaving ECU under bob stoops as the offensive coordinator i could be
3: wrong uh, he says deals not finalized would be a whopper of a hire for Dabo and the tigers whopper whopper, nah, nah, whopper. please no dk hey. well <laughs> well <laughs> so well you,
0: well 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 well
3: garrett riley uh could clemson and garrett riley meet up with lincoln and usc in a postseason tournament of sorts or a bowl game it could happen uh interesting stuff there uh this one from the basketball world and these football changes are happening because the season is over we're we're in that time where things like this happen basketball changes uh not as common because we are smack dab in like the meat of conference season west virginia's bob huggins has parted ways with his longtime associate head coach larry harrison after 16 seasons so this is like a long time long-term uh huggy disciple i guess who's been on the bench with him and been in all the practices and i don't know you you get rid of somebody like that after 16 years as your right hand man uh, i'd like to know what was going on there it's got to be a story or two there somewhere but that uh, news coming out of West Virginia from John Rothstein. So, talk to Igo about the ECU coaching situation. This week we've had, um, I guess we learned last week Coach Shank was changing positions and new offensive line coach brought in. We learned on Tuesday that Steve Ellis uh, would be swimming to Louisville, uh, only moving forward. Never backwards. Never backwards. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Jaquan mcmillan
3: Jaquan <laughs> mcmillan uh so east carolina does have a hire to make there when it comes to a corner coach uh so we asked Igo. you know any other moves he and nobody knows for sure, for sure for sure
0: in terms of a little bit
3: but uh hopefully it's stable the rest of the way we'll see if guys uh get an upgrade or it seems like it would be kind of late in the season to get fired i would think wouldn't you think if there was any firings that would already happened yeah but still could happen but i would think that uh you would
0: think he would want to go ahead and do it now that yeah. way he can do a search for the replacement yeah before all coach. the
3: good candidates are taken so that's why this
0: happening everywhere in college football right
3: now so that it is so there's your news and notes there let's take a look at the buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by dubbug dubbug uh, tonight, top 25 action, Gonzaga at BYU. Jeff Nadeau likes Gonzaga to score a lot of points tonight, if you can find their team total over. Utah at UCLA and Arizona at Arizona State. Those uh, games involving a top 25 teams tonight. Um, Michigan and – is it Michigan Iowa playing tonight in Big Ten action? Minnesota is at Ohio State in Big Ten action. So you do got some Big Ten, some Pac-12 on a Thursday evening um also chandler another big game going on tonight in the nba right
0: no 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 no.
3: (laughs) i was going to mention this game (laughs) it's coming up tomorrow night it is the and we say it's
0: a big game spurs are like they only have 13 wins in the season but they are playing the warriors they're hosting the warriors and for you old folks out there the game will be held at the alamo dome ouch and there is uh already over sixty four thousand tickets sold for that game
3: you know what's interesting what east carolina will be playing football on that court next year they'll probably remove under that court they'll probably remove the court <laughs> in some, under the court some turf or grass or something but uh they will be in the alamo dome facing a utsa the road runners coming up uh, next season in the American,
0: very good football program.
3: And uh, Jeff Charles brought this up. Good point. We've had some good, good points point. today by Josh, and I'm gonna give a point to Jeff Charles from yesterday as well. Um, look up conference USA basketball and the teams at the top. Florida Atlantic, 15 and one, five and O. North Texas, 14 and three, five and one. league play. UAB's 12 and five with the dude jelly jelly walker um rice is 11 and 5 somehow uh all these teams coming into the american next year in hoops and i admit i have not thought about the basketball perspective of it uh, the schedule certainly will lighten up for the pirates but uh some good basketball teams that are coming in next year as well uh in the new look american athletic conference
0: very exciting and i think i mean east carolina is going to have a chance to com- compete uh not just in football but basketball as well, well. we had
3: to beat south florida on sunday enough of the play hard i mean we have a chance to win i'm over at- the fight play hard stuff
0: uh but we have a chance to win at
3: home on sun on wild card sunday yeah at one o'clock yeah on the deuce on the deuce looking forward to it Shirley, awesome job with name that sound. That was awesome. Thank, you. Thank here's, you. Here's the problem: when you do something good, you gotta do it again. You gotta, you gotta keep rise,
4: rise rising, rising, You were very hard
3: news. We
0: will today. do it very again. Very hard news.
5: Just pick the day next week, and I will do it.
0: You were right. hard news, and you
3: were very in tune with the game. Could be a new We're Thursday. having a
5: freaking game.
3: We're having a freaking game. We're having a we're having a freaking guess the sound game. Could be a new Thursday tradition. We could do that. All right. Uh, get those sounds ready. You will hear the sounds of my voice, Shirley's voice, Chandler's voice, Rajay Harris's voice, and others coming up on Friday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jerry uh dropped an upset for you Dolphins, Ravens, and Seahawks fans. Houston, 17, San Diego, 14, 1978 wild card. Oilers won on the road in San Diego without Hall of Fame running back, the Texas Rose, Earl Campbell. Also without their starting quarterback and top receiver. Vernon Perry intercepted Dan Fouts four times. Jerry, good
1: point. I'm pointing at you to end the show. We'll see you Friday. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.